but someone like to explain what the what is it we're first doing of all today. welcome to the first ever DTC podcast I'm your host darkness the curse and uh wiggity waggity something radio host I don't I'm I've never done this before I um uh, yes! 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 Thank you, Kane! Miggity Miggity Mac Daddy! And. The Diggity Diggity Daddy Mac. Chris! Cry! I mean Zelda! Uh. Uh. So. So. Um. This was Kane's idea. Um. He wanted to have a comprehensive breakdown discussion about the Zelda series. Why, though? <laughs> what an excellent question! Kane, why are we doing this? <laughs> I don't really know. It just started as an idea that I wanted to just kind of discuss how Zelda has aged, what direction it's been going, and what people think about the series and their favorites and stuff like that, and why. Alright. Okay. And then I guess, I guess it turned into a podcast. That was my part. I was like, well, if we're going to do that, we are absolutely doing that. I am, I, I, I demand to have some seeming benefit from this. I cannot do it without that. I mean, you know. Yeah. So, I mean... You need to record it for the loyal viewer base. I, 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 I mean, I do... Look, don't, don't... Don't patronize me about my, my, my <laughs> dropping views. I get it. Okay, I'm a hack. I, I understand this. But, 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 Zelda. Pretty fucking Thank you, and thank you for the follow, <laughs> random viewer. Um, Destroy2DP is his name. Um, So I guess maybe, maybe I, I thought about this a little bit. Maybe we should just start at the beginning and just work our way forward with the series. Sure. It seems Sounds fine good. with me. Um, Long ago, I, when the net was still young. Please don't. <laughs> Long while we were just a twinkle in our father's eyes. I, yeah, none of us would have been alive for that one. Oh, I have played. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Teddy, why don't you tell us your thoughts on the, on the NES Zelda? So... I am in a difficult spot. I know, that's why I did it. <laughs> so, 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 my thoughts on the original Legend of Zelda is that I think for the time, it was an extremely impressive game. It was, it was for a launch title for a new console, it introduced a lot of mechanics that would become like pretty much commonplace in adventure games for years to come, and even in the Zelda series. And was it for a, a game title for the... Uh, uh, Sure I'm a check. Was I'll check. Okay. I'll check. Continue. Okay. Th thank you. Um, but for a game which you know, like it, it, you know, it was it was a game made out of out of passion for the love of adventuring. You know, like because Shigeru Miyamoto has even said himself, like he gained the inspiration for uh, for coming up with Zelda because he used to explore caves around his house, um, and he wanted to make a game that would you know that would instill a, a sense of adventure, you know, like not just the standard 2D platformer. And for the most part, I think it did it really well, especially for, you know, the time that the NES was out, um, where, you know, you know, before then it was mostly just like 
side scrollers and space shooters and then all of a sudden you have a game where you can go all over the place there's items to find there's secrets there's you know an overworld you can save your game you know it wasn't like really commonplace at the time and it's to top it off there is uh uh there was no like technically no linear order that no. re you you were required to uh complete the dungeons in just oh, to you... just a just a brief, brief brief aside absolutely not a launch title oh okay well i apologize uh because well first of all the famicom came out in 1983 freaking three. Oh. Okay. and and zelda didn't come out until 86 okay fair enough. and even even then that was for, for, that, that that it was close because it came out in america it officially on september 1st but zelda didn't didn't release uh, until February 21st, 1986. Okay. And actually, it didn't come out in America until the following year in 87. So, no, not a launch title in any way. Okay, so then, then my apologies. But still, for the time, very, very impressive game. It was, it was, uh, you know, it, it like like I said, introduced a lot of stuff, you know, it, uh, not very nonlinear, as, as Zach put it. Um, here's my problem. I did not play the original Legend of Zelda until years after its release, and when I did, I did not like it very much. Kill him. I, uh, okay, I like it, but it's not one of my favorite Everyone songs. get the cross, boys! It's time uh, for a crucifixion! Uh, and I, I, I know, I know. I, I, look, I'm never going to dis... I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna provide context to everybody listening to the, to, to this. Teddy is the youngest person here. And... I'm but 22 years old. He's he's a Zoomer, and yeah. and trying to get Zoomers to acknowledge 8-bit games in general, I have found it difficult. <laughs> so, unless you're my cousin. I, well, there are exceptions to every rule, of course. But I mean, I, and I'm not trying to generalize here, but I'm just saying, part of it is Teddy's Teddy's tiny, 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 still maturing brain that has not yet understood the majesty of what those games were. At the time, and I get your point, Ted. You know, compare, but like, like comparing my pro. I this is why I, I I got over this years ago. I whenever I go to review a game, I have to I have to view I view the game by like a context of what it was at the time. Like I can say a game is aged poorly, but I also have to acknowledge, but what was it then? Like like you know what did it do for for gaming? And I think I I think the original Zelda in particular. Like, in terms of top-down adventure games, it wasn't the first, but it was the first one that really showed the potential. Yeah, definitely. I would agree so with what that. What do you have to compare it with back then? Well, Hydelide. Well, there, there, that, there, there, there is Hydelide. There's also, there was also some Atari games that were basically the same concept. Um, I think, uh, was Gauntlet out? I think it was. But I, I think I think I think Zelda really made like the idea of a single player exploration type type deal, where you're like you look, you got to figure stuff out and stuff. Because the other ones, even Hydlide, it's more of an action game than anything. And yeah. you know, Zelda has action, but it's not. You know, it it wasn't necessarily the focus. Kane, you're very quiet. This was your idea. What you got to say, buddy? So, I would I would like to reiterate just. Generally, the idea. I love the original Legend of Zelda because not only was it 
one of the first big names in this kind of genre, but it was probably one of the first that I would consider iconic. Like, you don't, like, the only reason people know about Hydelite is infamy. The only reason people know about some of those older games is maybe because they played them once or twice, but, like, the original Legend of Zelda was such a big deal, not just for Nintendo, but, like we were saying, just for gaming. Like, it is, it is one of the most iconic adventure games out there. And not only, I, not only do I think it, that's really impressive, but I think that that, it, that is definitely important in the idea that I think you could absolutely improve it and make it even better, but for exactly what it was doing, freaking... It, it holds up. It lays well. the foundation. Yeah, it's a great foundation, and I think that if they were to make a brand new game with the original Legend of Zelda as a base, it would be incredible. I agree. I would argue that the original has been the base for years. I mean, let's be fair. You know, Link to the Past, totally based on the original. It, it, it did the mm -hmm. same viewpoint. It was just, you know, it just improved because, you know, 16-bit, better technology, more memory, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not... The past was also a lot more linear, though. That's fair. It's, it, it, it's, uh, A Link to the Past turned out to be what I would almost consider a new foundation for the series, because it's, it's what ended up becoming Ocarina of Time and the, the standard of Zelda for the next couple of decades. I get. What, I, I kind of get what you're saying. I I do. I would argue that that a lot of like modern Zeldas, like, let's be fair, Breath of the Wild, not linear, not really. Breath of the Wild, I believe, was actually said in interviews that they took a lot of heavy inspiration from the original Legend of Zelda. The the prototype that they used to test Breath of the Wild's mechanics was actually like an eight bit kind of in-house remake of the original Legend of Zelda where they messed around with the mechanics. Oh yeah, that's true. I have seen that. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. This is relevant to my to my interests as I sit here playing Twilight Princess, which we have not yet gotten to. <laughs> like I I I as a speaking as someone who doesn't really consider themselves a big Zelda fan, like I like a few of the games, but I'm not like nearly as gung-ho about it as the rest of you people, which is why you're all here and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Pretending like I'm the best when I'm not. Uh, I I uh, you know I I I I've never beaten the original Zelda, but I did play it because one of the times I, I tried to play Ocarina of Time, which again we'll get to. Um, we uh the the disc that it was Matt actually that the, uh, loaned me was like the it was like I think it was called the Master Collection on GameCube. Yeah. I, yeah. I know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. And it had on, uh, that, on it um it came with uh. I believe some game cubes, and it or at least mine did. And it, uh, but it had it had the original two Zeldas from NES bundled with Ocarina of Time, and I believe and Major Majora's Mask. And Majora's Mask, which it was, it was a great collection, actually. Uh, it's, it's, it's just it's just called the Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition Promotional Disc. Oh, I don't think that's what mine was called. I don't remember it being it, called that, but whatever, did, did it, it, it don't matter. Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Oot, and like, Majora's Mask, and Wind Waker demo. We don't call it Oot! <laughs> <We do> <laughs> I 
I'm doing I'm doing it for speed in this case. Just, uh, what? Just to get on with it. No! Don't call it oot, you coward! Okay, but honestly, has like I'd be willing to bet none of us have actually beaten the first Zelda on NES. No, I have not. I've gotten close with save states, never beaten the actual Kane? I actually, I actually have completed it once. I was gonna say, I, I think Kane has. Wow. He likes it. He likes it too much for for him not to have gone through it. So there we go. Kane, see, Kane, Kane already has one up on the rest of you. How many of you have beaten Zelda <laughs> two? I have no. I barely played Zelda two. I don't like Zelda two. Neither do I. I'm sad to say I've not beat Zelda two, but I do think it is. Generally overhated. It, it, I do. I, I I get. I get that. It's 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 it, it's the, it's the same deal I have with like Metroid Two, where like the games really aren't bad, but I get it. Like Metroid Two had to deal with the limitations of a Game Boy for one. That was yep. its that was its biggest biggest downfall, I think, because that was a Game Boy game, and it's like okay, but what are we gonna do? It's go, it's gonna be worse, like from the get go, because it's on the Game Boy. Like, what do you do about that? Zelda Two was trying to do something different, you know, with the side-scrolling elements and stuff. And I do yeah. think, you know, having the world map gives a bigger scope, and, you know, the idea of you know, advancing the idea of exploration and stuff was pretty cool, and, you know, I, 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 like, having, the, I like the ideas, but... explorable towns. That was yeah. neat. Anyway... It was, also, it was also the first game to have a magic meter. I am error. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also that woman who definitely, definitely was Had like... sex with Link. Yeah, I know, that was a, that was a thing that, uh, but, you know, it, it was cool. Like, 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 a lot of ideas, but I, th I think it was held back by limitations of the NES in ways. Yeah, I think that was I part of its problem. That. Like, it was very ambitious. Definitely. And I think the other issue with Zelda 2, to be honest, is that it was just really difficult. Yeah, it was a hard game, too. Yeah, it very much was. It was it was not too the, hard for its own good. The... Like Zelda One was challenging, but the mechanics were really really solid to help you through that. But Zelda Two just had really weird spikes in difficulty for no reason. Need I bring up Death Mountain? No. Well, I'm going to anyway. Uh... <laughs> oh, you are going to elaborate? No, I I just wanted to bring up Death Mountain. That but what? <laughs> part of that uh, like, game. Like, all I need to bring up is, oh yeah, Death Mountain is a thing that exists. End of discussion. Like, it's... It, it is it is very much the one part, like, of every single person who's ever played Zelda 2 and gotten to that point, they're like, yeah, this is probably where I'm gonna give up. And you know, like... It's impossible to avoid it, so we might as well just bring, bring it up now. The style of gameplay that was introduced in Zelda 2 Adventure of Link did carry over into the CD, uh, CDI games. That is true. But was, it, but was it done better? No. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And I was going to say, like, I, d I don't enjoy um, Zelda 2, but I would not mind seeing a modern 2D side-scrolling Zelda with quality of life improvements. I mean, I mean, as someone who played the, the, the revamps of the CDI games, because someone really thought to do that, I don't know why, the formula can work. Like, 
like, once you add, honestly, one of the biggest, like, like playing them, like the CDI games, I know this is a really bad example, but, like, let's remove the cutscenes, let's remove the stories. The actual core mechanics, when you separate the jump button from everything else, which they didn't do, because that was, I don't know why, um, like, don't make it up. That was the issue. They, they made it up on the original CDI, and that was terrible. But if you don't do that, it's actually... They're not that bad. Like, like in terms of in terms of platformers, they're okay. Like, they're not great. They're still, they're still a bit janky. They're definitely janky, but I mean, I mean, the backgrounds are very colorful. The sprite work is all right. I mean, you know, and and like and like you, you can see the the potential in yeah. in in the formula that was established with Zelda Two. So I don't think that you know the you know you know just because every example has been either you know rough or just straight up awful. I don't think you know Zelda could not be in a side scroller. It's it's doable. Like they could they could do a good job if Nintendo gave it their all today. Um, like I feel like it would turn out well. I just don't think they're going to do that. No, I don't think they will either. I don't think it's it's it completely goes against what Zelda has become known for. Yeah, and there isn't really. I don't think there's really a demand for it. Not really, no. But I also think that's that's simultaneously also where a lot of the hate for Zelda 2 comes from. It's not even for the fact that Zelda 2 is a bad game. It's just that people know the original Legend of Zelda and A Link to the Past, and then they see this middling game, and it feels like they don't understand that it was a middling game, and then mm -hmm. they just throw it in the fire because they're ignoring the fact that it, it was a middling game. Yeah, I mean, actually, I think AVGN's review of it was one of his better ones, because he yeah, started yeah. with acknowledging that he got so many requests, and he's like, I thought it was pretty good. What are you guys talking yeah. about? And he, acknowledged, yeah. and, he, and he pointed out a lot of the flaws, because it does have a lot of flaws, but I mean, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, he was like, you know, you know, I, you know, it's it's not, like, it's not that bad. It's just, it's just... Comparatively, I think it's aged a lot worse than the original, for one. And, yeah. and it was, you know, so experimental, and, and they'd never done it again outside of the CDI, that it comes off as strange to people. It's like, yeah. what is this weird? Like even, like, even Metroid 2, you play it, it still looks like a Metroid game. Like, it's still a side-scrolling, you know, look-around-and-find-stuff game. It's very similar to the first one in that regard. Yeah. But Zelda 2 is nothing like any of the other Zelda games. Definitely. Nope. And, and, and you know, another, another weird issue that I think is with Zelda 2 is the RPG mechanics. I feel like if they would have focused on making it just an adventure game, that would have helped it age better, too. Probably. Yeah. So, what, what, what Zelda game came after 2? A Link to the Past. Was that A Link to the Past? Wasn't sure if there was a yep. Game Boy game on there. Yeah, no, that came after A Link to the Past. Well, I don't... The... Well, I'm just going to let you guys just suck off A Link to the Past now, because that's what's about to happen, because everyone loves A Link to the Past. Not that I blame anybody, because it's a good game. So, uh, if I may start... <laughs> of course. The sucking... <laughs> of, of, of the... Don't worry, Ted, we always allow you to start sucking first. Thank that is, that is the... Go, go ahead. <laughs> Suck as much as you want. Oh, yeah. No, don't, okay. please don't. You didn't have to, you didn't have to go there. I'm sorry. Anyway, so, so, A Link to the Past was 
one of the first Zelda games I ever played. I got the GBA port that came with Four Swords as well, but oh. like many people, I but like many people, I couldn't play it because I didn't have a friend to play with. But Link to the Past, I spent so much fucking time on as a kid. I played through that game more times than I care to count. Multiple different ways, multiple different routes. Um, doing like the dungeons in separate orders, like trying the hardest one before I even got an upgraded sword. I like a link to the past to me still at the time. I I think in like in terms of the games that were released around around that time, it was probably one of the best ones you possibly could have played. Um, I'm sorry, can I interrupt you for a second? Did you say you couldn't play a link to the past because you didn't have friends to play it with on no, GBA? He meant, for, no, he meant, four swords. Uh, four swords. Oh, adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't play f Four Swords because I didn't have friends. A Link to the—that was the whole reason that I played A Link to the Past so much was because it was the only other game on that cartridge, and I just I played the shit out of it. Like it was—it was—it it spent so much time in the back of my GBA. It was like it was—it was a game that I, I I loved so much, and I still do today. Um, and I think, like, for the most part, it's probably one of the most, like, easily accessible Zelda games you could play if you want to get into the, like, into the classics. Um, because, really, it's just, it like, it took what worked in the original Zelda and, you know, changed some stuff around. Some for the better, some, you know, n not so much for the better. But for the most part, I still think it stands as one of the best games in the series, honestly. One of the coolest openings. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. I think the worst thing for A Link to the Past for me, in a weird way, this is going to be so small. Link's, Link's um, swing arc is such a bold-faced lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I remember you talking about this once, but elaborate. It's, it's a swing, right? But it basically operates just like the stab from the original Legend of Zelda. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's it's such a bold-faced lie. It's like, cool, you can swing this in an arc, but it's no better than a stab. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's like the that's the only frustrating thing that I generally had with Link to the Past. It is a it is a great game for sure. It it pushed Zelda forward quite a bit graphically and gameplay-wise in terms of really really selling the formula of what Zelda would be for a really long time to come. They returned it, it to basics. Go on. They returned to basics. They sort of put more emphasis on story. Yep. Yeah. Especially because they had the technology to do it now with the, with the SNES. No. What came out? Think... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You, can, you guys can go. But by all means, I don't have much to say about Link to the Past myself. Um, um, because I only know of it just... As, as a thing, like you never played it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I know a lot about it because it's so popular, but it's not something I've ever really sought out to play. Oh, that's fair. Um, because I'm me, and I'm stubborn. I, 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 and... I, I get you, I get you. I think another thing that really makes me appreciate A Link to the Past is like is is the mechanics that it like it combined from Zelda One and Zelda Two into 
you know, A Link to the Past, where, like, it had the magic system from Zelda 2, it had uh, the more open-ended nature of Zelda 1, uh, you know, coupled with, like, the, the top-down view, which I prefer to the side-scrolling, although I don't hate the side-scrolling. Um, ex exploration was a big key feature. You basically, you actually couldn't beat the game without exploring. Um, that was, it was actually impossible. Um, and one of the other things was the fact that, you know, uh, it, it not only uh, brought forward the things that worked well about those games, but it introduced other things that would become staples in the Zelda series for a long time to come. You know, uh, uh, heart pieces, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the uh, you know, like, you walk into a dungeon and the dungeon name is shown, you know, like, that, that kind of stuff. The Ocarina, the, yeah. the, multi, the alternate worlds, the, yeah. Yeah. the like, transforming, um, or Link transforming from one form to a beast form. Yeah, like, it, it, it was, it was a really, really cool thing. Like, it was, it did so much for the series on top of, you know, bringing forward what worked about the previous two games. Um, yeah, no, that's that's basically all I have to say about A Link to the Past. I love it. I highly recommend anybody who hasn't played it to give it a try, at least. It's got... It is... It's, like, visually one of the, like, the, the most beautiful. And I, I think, like, it has, like, a really good, like, nice visual identity. Um, same for the... Same for the soundtrack. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Kane. It basically is the Super Metroid of Zelda. Although, one thing no one talks about enough, why is Link's hair pink? I don't know. I've never understood that. Why that's Nobody the case, knows. Can he not look a little fabulous? Maybe Me. Zelda is into dudes with pink hair. Don't you judge him? I mean, yo, Link can have pink hair all he wants. That's cool. It was I got no issue something with that, that always threw me off because I know it's not a palette limitation because Link literally use or his sprite literally uses yellow for his belt. Yeah. But other than that, this game's great. That's. All I really have to say about <laughs> this, it. This game's anything, great! Anything else, Kane? The one thing I will say, because I know Teddy brought it up for this one, it is something that I think is a negative to A Link to the Past, and that is there is a mandatory hidden item in A Link to the Past world that you need in order to beat the game. And due to the fact that a Link to the Past is one of the first games that really started making the, the series linear. I think that is a huge problem for that game overall. And, and like another... for, for a first-time player, Which item are you guys referring to? Oh, I... oh. And actually, there's another one that I didn't think of until just now, which is the flippers. Yeah, but that's not hidden. Yeah. Yeah, but you still need to like look for it in order to beat the game. Yeah, that's not hidden. You are literally directed to the Zora, to the, to the Zoras to get the item. Fair enough. No one directs you to the ice rod. Fair enough. Mm. Not that I remember anyway. I I played that game a lot. Yeah, I I don't remember it either. And like I said, I did too. So. But like I would say that's the biggest problem I have with the Link to the Past. But that's yeah. really about it. Great game, otherwise. 
I, I get you. What and came after? after? Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was wondering what came after, because I didn't know. Link's Awakening, I believe, on the yep. Game Boy. That was the fourth. The first 8-bit... Well, no. Sorry, the first handheld. I was gonna yep. say... That... Zelda. Yeah, it was the first handheld Zelda. Basically attempted to bring Link to the Past formula onto the Game Boy. And what a first fucking attempt that is, because... Wow! What a game! I love and Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is a fantastically ambitious game for the Game Boy. I played is... a lot of Link's Awakening, but I don't have as distinct memories of it as I do, um, like, the Oracle games or the other, like, main console games. The Oracle games are excellent, too. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I, I think, like, one of the things that I like the most about Link's Awakening is, is, is really what Kane mentioned, how it, it was, like, it was such an ambitious game for a Game Boy. Like, it, it was, it was, it, 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 it attempted to basically take the formula of A Link to the Past and put it on hardware that was much, much less capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Also, its sword swing wasn't a blatant lie. That true, that too. And also the sword in that game was awesome, so... Hell yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, I also, love... One thing I always liked about um, Link's Awakening and the um, the other hand... Oh god, bees! Oh god, oh, that was not what I was supposed to tell you! Sorry. <laughs> you having fun over there? The bees! He's getting Nicolas caged over there. <laughs> I was gonna say, I always liked how the shield was an active item in the handheld Zelda games. Like, you actually had to equip it to an item slot, and you actually had to press a button to hold up your shield. It wasn't something that was, like, automatically in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, think... and, to, be, and to be fair to Link's Awakening in, in that regard, it was, um, it was one of the first games where it was, in a way, kind of mandatory that they had to do something about that. Like, yeah, because there was a limit on um, the amount of uh, buttons they could use. Yeah. yeah. There, were, there were only eight. It was like an NES controller. Yep. Te technically, technically eight inputs, not technically buttons, but well, I know what you mean. Yes. The D-pad, which is four inputs, and then A, B, select, and start. Yes. Yeah. And I also, I also kind of found that interesting how um, in, in that game you could map any item to any button. So you weren't just restricted to constantly having the sword in the A button slot like you were in the original. Yeah, it gave yeah. you gave you freedom, which was really interesting. Yeah, it was like the first. I think it was like the first, and so far, if I can, as far as I can remember, the only Zelda game to ever really do that. Uh, yeah, the Oracle games did it too for the same reason, where they they needed to have because it was just the same amount of buttons. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I overall, I, I love Link's Awakening, and I think one of the things that I also really like about it is its charm and character. Because despite you know, basically being, you, you, you know, it, it not only does it like, you know, bring uh, so many good gameplay improvements to, uh, to a handheld Zelda game, but one of the things that it also does really well, in my opinion, is it um, 
it tells a really unique and interesting story in terms of the Zelda series. Because, I like, adore the story of Link's Awakening. It really is a wonderful ride. Well, because, like, in the first three games, the story was basically, like, at the end of the day, it was, you know, save Zelda, uh, defeat Ganondorf, save Hyrule. And then Link's Awakening kind of just puts that to That's the That's just the and... story for every Zelda game, you liar! But, but, but not Link's Awakening. It is it is a completely different story. And, and that's one of the things I like about it, is the fact that it was really the first Zelda game to be completely uh, different to the, the normal kind of archetype that we get with the Zelda stories. It was... You know, you're you're on an island and you have to wake up a, a, a you know the wind fish and he's subsequently gonna it's, it's need gonna to make go the home. Yeah, you need to go home. Like it was, it's like it, it was, it's it's not like and 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 that's not even the most important thing in terms of like the general vibes of Link's Awakening. What I love the most about Link's Awakening is how kind of laid back it is like yes there is a a reason that you have to go an adventure but it's never like life and death per se it's just you're doing it because you have to and it's it's a lot easier to to like invest yourself in a world where you're not you're not like you're not trying to save it from some kind of evil that's going to destroy everything you're just there trying to get through to get to, to get back home so you can like stop and you can stop and smell the roses essentially is, is the way i'd put it where you you can stop and talk with town you can stop stop and talk with villagers you can go do side quests for them and it, you, it can, feels you so can go steal something from a shop and get yep. get murdered the next time you enter that shop Yep. And then your label is a thief for the rest of the game. Even your even the girl who rescues you on the beach calls nah, you he thief. Just, he just palpatines you. He just yep. goes unlimited power. <laughs> yeah, he, and electrocutes you no, to death. No, you will die. If you steal something in a shop from uh, Link to the or uh, Link's Awakening, never enter that shop again. <laughs> Do not return, lest you suffer the power of this fully armed and equipped battle station. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, and like to to jump ahead like twenty years. Um, if if anyone is going to experience Link's, Link's Awakening, the Nintendo Switch remake, in my opinion, is worth every penny that that remake is. I agree. It, it is. It is. It is beautifully gorgeous on the Switch. It has. All, uh, it has so many quality of life improvements. It's worth the extra money. It really is. It, it, it absolutely is. I, I agree with Kane 100%. As far as remakes go, that is probably one of the best ones you could possibly play. Yeah, but the art style is very childish, and it offends me. What is Zelda rated again? Shut up! You have to understand, Zelda is for alpha gamers? It's okay. fucking Wind Waker all over again. Uh, it really is! It's, we haven't gotten there! We haven't gotten there! Uh, we, haven't, uh, we haven't gotten Let's there. Let's bring it back! Let's bring it on home! I have one joke before we continue on. Go ahead. E for EA Sports. No! In the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, admittedly, admittedly, when they still use that logo, their games were pretty good. It's yeah. pretty damn good. Uh, All right, so, so 
So what came after Link's Awakening? Because this Ocarina is where I start to get my time. first Zelda game. Ocarina of Time. Oh, Ocarina no. of Time. All right. Oh no. Okay. May, may, may I? May I start this time? Yes. Kane deserves two the most, I think. No, he doesn't. He deserves nothing. Sorry. Go ahead. Ocarina of Time was also my first Zelda game. It was my first experience to the to any kind of like action adventure game ever. I have so many fond memories of experiencing that game. It was the reason I got an N64 growing up, and it is... I... It, it is the game that not only revolutionized Zelda and brought it to where it is today in modern standards, but it is the game that basically created a genre that is so wholly unique that I have never seen very I've I have very rarely seen any series come anywhere. It close. is the ultimate Zelda of Ultimate Destiny. Good guys, bad guys, it, and explosions. <laughs> it is it is everyone knows Ocarina of Time's heritage. Everyone knows this game's pedigree and I, I think it deserves most of it. It is a wonderful game with wonderful characters, a wonderfully told story. Uh, it's got great dungeons, with a couple of exceptions. It's got, <laughs> a great, it's got a great pace. It has great dungeons, except for the ones that, do that suck. Uh... It holds up really well, I You think. know what it Especially doesn't have... Especially if you play the 3DS version. Do you want to know what it doesn't have, though? What? A fantastic fan base. <laughs> oh, God help me. Yeah. Um... I... Okay, you were done, right? Yep. Okay. Here's here's the dealio. I... Oh, God, the bees! Why? No, it's like the freaking Ocarina of Time fans heard me! Go away! <laughs> here's my deal. Ah, bees! Uh, that's what happened! All right, so... Uh, I understand, and I respect Ocarina of Time for what it, for what it is, what it did. I, I get it. I get it. I do. I promise you, I get it. But, how good is it? Good. It's good. It's just good. But, it's, but, yeah. But people, like, talk about it like it's, like, the second coming of Zelda Christ. And, on one hand, I understand because there's, there's, there's a nostalgia factor. And for, for its time, it was an exceptional game. But... It does have flaws, and people don't like to pretend that, like, like to point that out. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's like they love the game. Like, you know, I get it, I get it, I get it. You love the game so much, you don't want to acknowledge the parts that are questionable. You know, but I do think there are a lot of Zelda games that are that that that, that, that you know are just as good, if not better, than Ocarina of Time. It's just that Ocarina of Time, you know, and I get it. It did so. It it brought Zelda into 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 three D and did a really bang up job of it, like without question. But there's a lot of issues that I don't think are ever addressed, you know, having to do with 
my issue, my, honestly, my biggest issue with it was a significant lack of direction. Like, I felt like yeah. it never, it was never really all that clear exactly where you were supposed to go. I mean, there were times where they're like, yeah, do this. But like, honestly, honestly, if I hadn't started wandering and exploring, I never would have known there was even a damn horse. Because I don't think anyone Ooh. ever actually tells you that. I only knew the yeah. horse was there because everyone I knew was talking about, oh, yeah, it's great. You can run around with a pony. I'm like, oh, good. Where do you get a pony? Nobody told me that. So I was like, where do I get the horse? You know, and I figured it out. You know, it's, 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 it's you know, the, the farm where, where the horse is. So, okay. But but I didn't know that was a side thing. and I, I, I don't know. It, it probably, part of the problem with me, and I get this. I get this. I acknowledge it. I, I fully admit this. I didn't grow up with an N64. Mm -hmm. I grew up with a PlayStation and a Dreamcast and a Genesis. Like, I am not, and, you know, I was, you know, I did not appreciate Nintendo in general for a long time because I was too busy with my Sonic and Sonic. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I tell you. Um... So whenever and, and the problem was everyone told me, oh, it's wonderful, it's the best thing ever, you're gonna love it. And like I tried it, I, I gave it two chances. I tried it twice, two separate occasions, years apart. And both times I was like, yeah, this is f fine. I I I, I don't know. Is, is is it me? You guys are the you guys are the ones that love Ocarina. No, like here. Okay, so here's the thing. I. I have a lot of fond memories of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. As I said, it was my first Zelda. It was the entire reason why I wanted to get a, um, a Nintendo 64. Because you know how back in the 90s, um, McDonald's had those, like, Nintendo 64 kiosks where... You could like play the system. Oh my god! Oh, nostalgic. Yes, that was. Yeah, the, I know. That right? was like the other than other than going and you know to people's house that I knew. I I I, hes I hesitate to refer to them as friends, but you know whatever. Right. Like, I never really got to play a, an N sixty four outside of that. I remember distinctly playing Star Fox in a freaking or Star Fox sixty four in a uh, in a freaking Kmart. Uh, yeah. So it's like I. It was it was a thing where it's like I was in love with the game before I even got to play it when I was a kid. Like that I was I was obsessed. Um and I finally got to play it and I have I still have very fond memories of it, but it is not a perfect game by any stretch of the means. And the way I like to I like to um basically say it or compare it to um i like to say it's the like the citizen kane of zelda games in the sense that it it revolutionized the genre and it demands respect but it also isn't always the most fun thing to play just like citizen kane isn't Always a super interesting movie to watch. The I would like to mention. You know what I think the worst section of Ocarina of Time is? It's definitely the Water Temple. The stealth section in Gerudo Valley. 
I forgot there was a stealth section in Gerudo Valley. Mm. I think it's yeah. the worst section because the line of sight for the Gerudo is so obtuse and the fact that you don't have a second stick or a very good way to center the camera, it makes you extremely vulnerable to getting caught. The, the game is just not up for those kinds of close cutting corners and it, it's it's not a good experience. Can I offer my piece on Ocarina? No. Sure. So here is <laughs> so here is my experience with Ocarina Time. So I had heard I'm a baby. Absolute, uh, uh, yes, but I'm getting to I'm getting. Go to on, go on, go second. on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I heard absolutely nothing about Ocarina except oh, it's the best, it's the best game ever made. Nothing ever tops this. It's the pinnacle of gaming. You know, it's it's it is the absolute best thing made by another human being you know and, and and then and then i played it and then i got through it and then after i got through it i was like okay that was pretty good and then i started playing through master quest and then i just got tired of it and then i bought the n64 version when i eventually you know i bought an n64 because i had been playing the 3ds version prior to that right um, uh, because I didn't own an N64 at the time. So when I bought an, X an N64, I eventually bought Ocarina. And I I just got tired of it. And then eventually, like, in my head, I, I said, to, I, I, I stopped and I said to myself, I would literally rather play almost any other 3D Zelda game over this. And, 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 and here's the thing. I don't think Ocarina of Time is a bad game. It laid a foundation for, for hundreds of games to come over the years. But my main thing is that I was spoiled because I didn't necessarily grow up with Ocarina of Time. And I feel like some of its mechanics haven't aged particularly well. And I feel like the game itself, by today's standards, is just not as good as some other games. Like, at, 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 at bat, like, here, like oh, here, yeah. here's the oh, because you're comparing an old game to a new I, game. I, I, I know. You're doing I, it I, again! <laughs> I, I know. And I acknowledge, I'm spoiled in this, because I played the other games first. But, like, in my head, like, I'm trying to find the best way to put this. To me, Ocarina of Time is a game that I really, really need to be in the mood to play. Because otherwise, I'm just like... I'd rather play basically like 15 other games over it, including other games in the Zelda series. Oh yeah, and even like I, even even as much as I like it, like it's it's a it's one of those games where you play like once every five years. Yeah. Or so. And like, and I haven't touched it in a while, and uh, and like you know maybe if I go back and play it again, I'll like it, you know, more than like I I kind of currently do because. As it stands right now, it's just a game I don't see myself playing again very soon. And, you know, and, and I, again, I don't think it's a bad game. Far from it. I think it was very impressive back in the day, and I think it still, for the most part, holds up very well. Um, I, It's just not one that I personally enjoy. I don't know why, it's just one that doesn't sit well with me. And that's totally fine. Like one of the one of the really great things about the Zelda games as a whole, I feel, is that it's not mandatory to play all of them. No, it you isn't. Can, 
you can really pick and choose whichever ones interest you the most in terms of art direction, in terms of story, in terms of gameplay. Like, it, it's all very much up to the player for how they want to experience Zelda. Absolutely. I think it's one of the best things about the series, is that it's so open, and, like, there's at least, I feel, one game in the series that will speak to at least everyone. Like, each, like, every person will have that one game in the series that they're like, yeah, this is awesome. My whole but issue... Nobody, nobody will ever <laughs> agree on one. My whole yeah. issue is that I, I, I'm, I'm a guy who really hates gatekeepers. Um, in terms of, you know, oh, you can't be in this fandom, you're the grr. And I know I, you know, I, 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 I don't like people, you know, who don't want people to join the fandom because they don't get it. Even though I kind of, yeah. even though I kind of have that mentality myself sometimes because I'm a jerk. Uh, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm saying a lot of like, oh, have I been doing that lately? I'm sorry, Ted. Uh, in, <laughs> in. And again, like, I, I'm never going to say Ocarina of Time is a bad game, it's just one that I don't personally get a lot of enjoyment out of, and I really couldn't tell you why. Well, what I was going to say is that I feel like the gate, the Zelda gatekeepers tend to rally around that one. Yeah. And, most like, if you don't like Ocarina of Time, you can't, you're not a real Zelda fan. And, yeah, I, I, think actually, I think there's a, a big problem is that critics and just... We, it, it has just been said so like over and over that it's such a good game it's the best Which, game yes and it is people, a good game but the people who do like it have like definitely let it get to their heads yeah and... I, think what's, I think what's even worse about it too is first and foremost to, to mention it there are there are definitely two big zelda gatekeepers which is ocarina and the original um, but the, the bigger issue, too, is I feel massively bad for people who are just genuinely passionate about Ocarina of Time. Like, it is a good game, and it should be praised for being a good game, but it shouldn't be put on this enormous pedestal of the greatest game of all time. Because like, it, like, if someone comes out and just says, I really like Ocarina, our first response shouldn't be, ugh. You know, but yeah, it's but it's I become that way. It's... Exactly, <laughs> that's what I mean, though. Like 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 someone someone wouldn't even have to put it on a. But but what I'm saying is is that people who just like it, you know, yeah. not 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 even putting it on a on a pedestal, just like I enjoy the story, like like you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get yeah. I, I get that because like. In a way, I feel bad for Ocarina of Time. These days, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, this is not the game's fault. Yeah, no. really the game really didn't really ask for this nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I feel like it's it's ultimately an issue when you name when when any like large majority of people name one particular game the quote unquote greatest game of all time is that is that you're inevitably going to be setting yourself up for disappointment. I feel because there's going to be people who ultimately don't agree with you. And I think that is definitely what has happened in the case of Ocarina of Time, where for so many years it's been labeled as, quote-unquote, the best game ever made, and then there's people who play it and they're like, eh, it's, it's okay. And then there's people who play it and they're really, you know, passionate about it, and both sides are getting screwed. 
You know, like if you if you if you play Ocarina and don't like it, there's the side of the fan base that's like that's like, how dare you not like Ocarina? You're not fit to be in the Zelda community. And then if you and then if you like it's a masterpiece. It, yeah, yeah. And then if and and then if you genuinely like Ocarina of Time, there's also a side of the fan base that's like, oh, of course you would like Ocarina of Time, you fucking normie. <laughs> Like, both, like, both sides exactly. of... That's exactly like, what I said. Like, 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 both sides of the spectrum are just getting screwed, and, and I feel bad, because, like Josh said, it's not the game's fault. It's yeah. your fault. It... <laughs> you did this to us, Teddy. How did I do this? You did this. Ugh. But yeah, no, like, no, I, I listen, see, if you're yeah. one of those fans, stop it. Yeah. Get some help. <laughs> like, like, if you genuinely like the game, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine, too. It, it's, you know, that's... I say, like, I would, I, 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 uh, my, my whole thing is that I would probably not hate Ocarina of Time so godforsaken much if nobody had told me that it was the greatest game of all time. And that I would love it and guaranteed this because that is the easiest way to get me to actively refuse to do that exact thing. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll show you how much I hate it. Because <laughs> that's, that's yeah. how I roll. So, you know, and, and, and in addition, you know, even if someone's like, I don't think it's that great, like, don't be a jerk about it. You know, you don't have, like, you know, just because they don't like Ocarina doesn't mean they can't like something else. There's so many options in Zelda. You know, like, I, because of that mentality, like, everyone, because people told me, if you don't like Ocarina, you won't like the rest of the series, which is hilarious because I love Twilight Princess. Uh, <laughs> so... You like, you like... Uh, like on top of that, you like Majora's Mask. Oh and... yes, and we—that's an excellent segue. Good work, Zach. Because yeah. that's coming up next, and they're functionally the most, like the two most similar. Yeah, like... I love Majora's Mask, but that's because—that's yeah. probably because well, everyone was like, Majora's Mask is as good as Ocarina, and I'm like, haha! I'll show you. Uh... <laughs> I'm yeah. back. All right, what I miss? Uh, we you missed. Not so, you... You dipped out for like five seconds. You're fine. Okay. It was just Josh saying he likes he likes Majora's Mask more, and he said the reason he likes it more is because people are like it's not as good as Ocarina. And and yeah, like that wasn't uh, the only reason. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think Majora's Mask is spooky. Least... Well, it, it's it's not that it's spooky. Edgy. So Majora's Mask is. You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? <laughs> So Ben drowned. Oh my god. Okay. So so Majora's Mask is probably overall my second favorite Zelda game and we'll get to my favorite later. Um cuz I've lots about that one. But Majora's Mask oh is uh, you knew it was coming. Anyway, um Majora's Mask I think is an excellent game from almost every conceivable angle. It is very it, it is very story-driven. The atmosphere is fucking fantastic. Uh, you know, the the story is like it, the the story itself is really really good, and you still have people theorizing to this day about it. Um, not only that, but the music is some of the absolute best music in any single Zelda game. Period. 
Um, and and I will never, ever be able to accept the contrary opinion. I like just. Oh my god, Majora's Mask music is so fucking fun. Good. Fact. Yeah, Majora's Mask. They... Go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, but they recycled a bunch of code and assets from Ocarina of Time. It's not as good. Oh my god. Fun fact, the only reason Majora's Mask exists is because the developer did not want to make Ura Zelda. Yep. Yeah. What was that that he wanted to make? I'm sorry, because I've heard about this a long time ago. I don't remember what it is. So, Ura Zelda was supposed to be like, like, almost, it's, it's hard to say exactly what it was going to be. But it seems like it was supposed to be like, you know, either an expansion, pack. An expansion to Ocarina. And and the issue is that the, the main lead developer was just like, you know, I get that, but it, it's not really a, you know, a title that's, you know, like, there's nothing really fun about this. Like, it's just more of the same. So basically he was told, okay, if you can make a new Zelda game within a year... You don't have to make Ura Zelda. And they said, challenge accepted. And they made Majora's Mask. Nobody liked the disc system anyway. Yeah, I know. That was yeah. the other thing. It was supposed to, the Ura Zelda was going to be on the freaking 64DD. And it's like, yeah. yo. And, and, and ultimately <laughs> that thing never even made it out of Japan, so. But yeah, no, like, I... It, there's, it barely I, I, made it into Japan, frankly. Yeah. But, but, but like there, but like there's so many like little things that I love about Majora's Mask as well. Like, like personally, for me, it's probably one of the most emotional Zelda games in the series. Edgy. Um, I, I wouldn't even say it's edgy. It's like it's like I'm saying it's edgy, and I am the final say. Okay, okay, fair, fair enough. You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? But I, but I think it's like it's like little. Like, 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 to, to pull an example of why I, I love the emotional moments in Majora's Mask, the, the guy who you meet when you first enter, uh, is it uh, e, uh, Ikana Valley? I think it is, like, the place with all the re-deads. Um, that house with the guy who basically turned himself into a Gibdo. You know, I do want to ask, how spoiler or non-spoiler are we going with this? Uh, that's a good question. I've been trying to avoid saying anything about the game. Well, Teddy's just so. talking. I mean, if you don't want me to, I won't. I mean, you can you can speak about experiences, but I wouldn't get specific. Yeah. Okay. Well, that moment in particular, without going into details. The, this moment. It, it, Which it, moment? It, it, the moment. I, I I said it already. I'm not saying it again. They heard it, you. They know okay. what you oh said. But, but people who who played the game know what I'm talking about. That That is one of the most emotional moments in the entire Zelda series for me. Yeah, well, the AVGN says that Majora's Mask isn't very good. So, my favorite thing about Majora's Mask... <laughs> just ignoring that entirely. Go on. Go on. AVGN is stupid dude. Doo-doo donkey bullshit. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about Majora's Mask is that it introduced me to a concept that I never knew that I would enjoy, and that Mortality? is the concept... Huh? Mortality? <laughs> I mean, 
yes, but I think also no. Uh... <laughs> a living, breathing world. Mm -hmm. The game has it runs on a three-day cycle, and every character has a specific uh, schedule that they run on in all three days. And it was so interesting exploring and figuring out where people were going to be, when they were going to be there. It was such a crazy thing having to, like, manage quests and stuff like that. Like, I liked it in Majora's Mask because it was on a relatively small scale. Um, and it was such a cool idea for a Zelda game. It really felt like I was... Like, Majora's Mask's world is small... But it's full. But it's alive. There, like, there's a lot going on in that world. There's schedules. There's a lot of side quests that you can do. There, like, the amount of content that was in Ocarina is almost equivalent to the content in Majora, just compressed. That is that is an impressive feat. It really mm -hmm. is. It, it really is, and it, and it really is an experience. It it's is. Such, it's such a unique Zelda game. I also don't mind having less dungeons. Yeah, I was fine with that too, because like the dungeons in Majora were really good. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh, Teddy. 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 Are you about to say something controversial? Uh. No. 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 Uh. I, I, for the most part, like, like the dungeons in Majora's Mask. Fuck the Great Bay Temple! Actually, no, that's not the one I had problems with, oh, funny wow. enough. It was, it that, was, that's it, ironic. It was, it was the one after that. Oh. That I, that, that I don't like. And it was mostly because I kept getting fucking lost. Stone Tower Temple is confusing, I will give you that. Yeah, that, that is, that is the, that is the one dungeon I'm like, I don't know if I like this one as much. Everything else, I had no problems with. Even Stone, uh, Great Bay Temple wasn't that bad to me. You just had to think outside of the box because of the fact that you could flip the dungeon. Yeah, and I wasn't very good at it at the time that I played Majora's Mask. I feel what like I, I really played it like about Majora's Mask dungeons is that they had a really good difficulty curve going upwards. Like, everything felt like it was getting harder, but it was to a degree where as long as you were utilizing the mechanics you learned, you would do fine. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I'm not gonna do fine just because you told me that I'll do fine. Yeah. Take that. Jeez. Uh, I also think... Also, Majora's Mask is just one big existential crisis after the other. Like, oh my god. Like, I have read dialogue in that game that is More like an identity game. crisis. <laughs> I love like, all the I, transformations. Like, I've read dialogue in that game that has fucked me up to this day. <laughs> blame you. It, it is one of those games. Like, like honestly, I am surprised- This is dark! It's creepy. It it's it weird. It it's is, got the like, happy mask salesman who won't stop smiling at you. And I, and I think one of the one of the things that is impressive about Majora's Mask. So happy. Uh, <laughs> I, I think one of the things that's impressive about Majora's Mask to this day is that I think it's still like, I, I think it is. I, I don't want to say it's more accessible than Ocarina because it is a bit more. No. It, 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 no, it, it, no. No. No way. 
definitely no, not. <laughs> it, isn't, it isn't. I'm not. I'm not saying it is. But like in a weird way, like I could almost feel like I would recommend it over Ocarina if I had to recommend one of the two because I think it's a better game overall. I'm a um, recommendation. Play both. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I would still recommend playing both, but like if I was forced to be like, you only can choose one, I would say Majora's Mask. Um, For me, it just depends you know. on the kind of person you are. Yeah, you like, yeah. Do you like time management? Do you like tougher dungeons? Play Majora. Do you, yeah. do you like a big, grand, sweeping story? Play Ocarina. Yeah, that, that thank you, Kane. You summed it up better than I could. <laughs> Not the first time, won't be the last time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Majora's Mask was an interesting, I wouldn't say departure, but it would like it, it took things in in a in a slightly different direction. It was we... cool. <laughs> I, I I I love Majora. I <laughs> I just think that's such but a. But I really I I I really like the bold new direction that the next game featuring Link took the series in. The games? Soul Calibur 2. No! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, was it the Oracle games? Yeah, I think so. I... Or Oracle yeah, games after Majora. That's, that's, that is true. Oracle games did come out after Majora. Yeah. I never played Ages. I, I, I would like to start this in a real But you played place. Seasons. I did play Seasons. Please start, Kane. I would like to start this in a really weird place. Can we talk about how fucking beautiful the TV advertisements for the Oracle games were? Yeah. See, you yes. knew you, and you said you were going to start in a weird place, and then you you, you, you delivered. Good work. Uh... Those, seriously, if you have not seen the TV commercials for Oracle of Ages and Seasons, that is shit worth preserving for Zelda lore in the history of forever. They were great. There's yeah. something about the North American um, Zelda commercials that all used uh, Riders of Steel from uh, the Conan the Barbarian movie soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I'm, I'm personally not a big fan, but I respect it. Mm. I have never played these games. And Ages and Seasons, to... I'm out. Like, I, I, I know very little about them, except for the fact that they were handled like Pokemon. Yeah, and I, uh, I, I know... <laughs> I, I, disagree. I, I disagree. Well, I well you, need, you, 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 need, don't, you needed both games to get the full story. Technically. I mean, yes, but Pokemon, if you had one version, you got the same story no matter what. The yeah, Oracle they're, games, so they're, it's they're worse! Far, they're, they're I... More, well, they're far more divergent. They both have their own world and uh, original characters, um, yeah. but uh, they they do have bits that carry over, um, it, uh, and you can connect them using passwords. The way that it was always pitched to me, it, um, and the reason why I played Seasons as a kid was that uh, I was t always told that Ages had a far more bigger emphasis on puzzles while um, Seasons had a bigger emphasis on action. I don't know how well that holds up nowadays. I agree with it. 
May I ask a question? Oh, Christ! Ah, Addie, we're in the middle of a podcast. Welcome, everyone. This is Addie. She's another friend who may or may not have things to say about Zelda. We're in the middle of a Zelda podcast. How are you? Hi. Um, why does your game look really lively? It's just the area I was in. Um, for whatever reason, I think it's the fog effect. Uh, the emulator is having a fit about that. Um, the rest of the game has been fairly fine, but yeah, that, that area was, was, well, there was some serious slowdown going on, uh, without question. But we're not talking about that, we're talking about Legend of Zelda, Le uh, Oracles and Ages or some Seasons or something, what, what, go on. I have, I have played half, well, I don't even have, I played like the tutorial section of Twilight Princess, and I have played like, uh, what is it called? Skyward Sword. That, that's, that's my, that's my knowledge of Zelda. Well, we're not to the Skyward Sword yet. Carry on, boys. So... Don't let her, don't let her distract you! It's a trick to steal your seed! Oh, oh, correction, I also played the Phantom Hourglass minigames on the DS, if that counts. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's, here's where I am going, uh, here's where I'm gonna have a bit of trouble. Um, I have played only ages and at that point very little of it so this is not a place that i can be i'm out i i have i have 100 percented both game boy color cartridges with all the passwords well um, there you go <laughs> kane just coming in to flex i played the shit out of these games these are wonderful zelda games uh, what Zach mentioned earlier, with ages being about the puzzles and seasons being about the action, that is very true. Um, and now, the what I really like about these games is that yes, it was two versions of the same idea. They had they both had self-contained stories. You didn't need both of them to necessarily complete like the story that you bought. But if you wanted to get more story as, like, a bonus chapter, then you could connect both games together with a password that would let you, that would let you enter in a final battle with, with a big end boss. Because, yeah, I recall that uh, Ages um, and, and Seasons both had, like, their own villains, yep. and then, like, you fought those those villains at the very end and then if, if you link them together it's like oh but it was actually ganon all along yep yeah oh what a shock are you surprised oh not really uh they, they are both me zelda it was me all along zelda go ahead game uh, they're both very well designed Game Boy Color Zelda games with one minor issue that I think them both. Uh, the sprite work is weirdly enough not up to par in a couple of areas. So I don't know if you guys have played it recently, but no, I don't know what you're talking about. So, so the, so the. Uh, like the the background visuals and everything about it are wonderful. They're upgraded for the Game Boy Color, but they used the Link's Awakening sprite style and probably even used the Link's Awakening sprite for Link. So yeah, it's 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 very it's a very out of place sprite as compared to the really nice looking environments. It's a very small mm, detail. Yeah. But I, 
it's it's a small detail, but I do think it's a detail that's still worth bringing up as the one downfall to them, I think. Mm. But they are wonderful games that I think any Zelda fan should definitely take a look at. At least try them. Yeah. And and once again, like you don't even need to, to play both of them if you don't want to. Like, do you like puzzles? Ages, action, seasons. There you go. Zelda, if, if anything, Zelda is very, very good at being accessible to any players. Except for me. No. Uh, <laughs> now, I think I know what comes next, and I'm afraid to say its name. You might Link's be surprised, first actually. Foray, Link's first foray onto the GameCube. Actually, it's Four Swords. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, thank God. And I, I, I think I think that this one can be a pretty quick one. Uh, did anyone else actually play Four Swords? Uh, believe it or not. Believe it or not. Yes. Yes. I have I have played Four Swords because um, uh, my friend bought me my Nintendo 3DS very early on into its existence, where or at a time when you could download Four Swords from the eShop. <laughs> oh my God, Zach. Yo. Same. Huh? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. That's where I got. That's where I got. I played it too. Uh, it's an alright game. Yeah, I want to cry. Fine. I would be all in the same fucking room right now because I want to play that so badly with you guys. Yeah, it's, God damn it. it's 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 okay. Like it's nothing. It definitely it's definitely like below the radar in terms of what I would consider Zelda. But it's it's good. I, like. I I wholeheartedly adore Four Swords with one big issue that I take with both games. It's way They're stupid faces. Sorry. Uh <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the friendly fire, which I is kinda hard to deal with considering how the game is designed. But like mm. I love four swords. It's like, yes, it's not an amazing Zelda game, but one, it introduced one of my favorite villains in the series. Uh, and secondly, it, 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 it was just, it was almost everything that I've ever wanted in a multiplayer Zelda game. It is, it, it is beautiful. It is multi, multiplayer puzzle solving. Multi-ethnic, multicultural. I love it. You can be red, blue, green, or yellow. Purple. Yellow. <laughs> Whatever. So, <laughs> this game was so good for me conceptually because I have always wanted multiplayer puzzle-solving games, especially like Zelda. And Four Swords is so fun. It's not great, but it's fun. You know, I would I, I would say that it's short, but honestly, the chances that you're gonna be able to get a group of people to like keep the, uh, their attention span long enough to play a Zelda game together. Like, I think it's honestly the perfect length. I agree. And if anyone wants to play more, eventually they released uh, Four Swords Adventures for the GameCube. But we're not there yet. Yellow! And now it's no, time no, no. for the most divisive Zelda game in he, the series. He is Link's 
Link's first foray onto the GameCube. Soul Calibur 2, I mean, Wind Waker. Damn it! You said its name! He's coming. Alright, Teddy. No! Okay. No! 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 Why'd you invite him to speak first? <laughs> okay. Go on. So, this is what I was waiting for. So, Wind Waker. I said before Majora is probably my second favorite. Wind Waker is not just my favorite Zelda game. It is my favorite game, period. So... Wind Waker, a mystic adventure. Wind Waker, a quest for all time. I try to go in with some emotional speech and then you do that. Yeah, well, we were going to find a way to ruin it eventually. Yeah, so thanks a lot. You're welcome. Bitch. Go on, go on, anyway. Go! Anyway. Go! Go! So, okay, so Wind Waker was one of the first games I ever remember playing as a kid. Um, I... I, I was at, at that point I was basically alien to the concept of a, of a video game that wasn't a 2D platformer or bookworm quite frankly uh, um, I I booted it up and Wind Waker introduced me to a whole new world of gaming it introduced me to a franchise that I still love to this day I still think the game to this day looks fucking perfect uh, all the characters the music Everything about that game is about as perfect to me as, as a Zelda game can possibly get. Uh, it, it, everything, it makes me care about the characters. It, 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 it to me, one of the things that also I like about it is that it's a lot more of a personal story. Yeah, yeah, but the art direction. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's a lot more of a personal story because you don't start the game off with the premise that you need to save Hyrule or even, you know, you need to go home. It's that your sister gets kidnapped and you have to save her. And then it eventually leads up to, you know, you being the hero. And I think that's one of the things that Wind Waker did extremely well was, you know, I, 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 I I'm, I'm trying... I'm trying to find a way to explain this. Like, w there was a there was a content creator I watched once who said that like the journey from being an, a, a child to an adult was a lot more obvious in Ocarina, but in Wind Waker it feels more, I guess, earned in a weird way, and that's kind of where I stand on it. Where Link's journey throughout the ocean, which is still probably my favorite overworld period, isn't just a journey of him trying to rescue his sister. It's a journey of him actually growing up. And to this day, no game in any shape or form has touched me as much as Wind Waker has, and that's why it remains my favorite game. Yeah, but the art style? Uh, okay, listen. To <laughs> yes, I get this was a big thing. Also, I started with Wind Waker, and every single person who bitches about that art style can suck my goddamn fucking dick. I don't give a shit. Oh, man. You're really, you're really mad. I, I'm sorry. It's just like, I, I, this I, is a podcast. We're was... all being friendly and you're I, just, I, 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 so, so you're just like, thing. you're just like, get down here's on your thing. knees. Here's the funny thing is that I didn't know that was a controversy until years later. There are and virgin I was like, ears in the room. And I was like, 
why is it a controversy? The game still looks beautiful. Like, yeah, it's a different art style, but it still looks beautiful. Like, it, it's, it, it still, I think, holds up to this day. Even the GameCube version looks gorgeous. In terms of, here's my thing. I actually really like Wind Waker. I think it's a good game. I've never beaten it, but I, I really enjoyed what you know what I played of it. Um, you know, and my son actually really likes Wind Waker, and a lot of people I know really like Wind Waker. Um, it's, it's a good, solid game, and the art. The thing about the thing about it is it's stylized. It visually holds up a lot better than a lot of games because it went for a specific style, whereas the whereas Ocarina and Majora went for trying to like it was 3d but they were trying to go for kind of a realistic view they don't hold up because they're n64 games and you couldn't get that high res visuals out of the n64 it was 64 bit i mean it you know it, it, it looked good for the time but i yeah. mean but in terms of aging you know it's you know wind waker holds up clear of it a visual identity yeah and and wind waker is stylized really well you're right it does look beautiful like when they when they when they announced the hd collection or not the collection the the, the you know the, the re-release i was like but why it, it doesn't like it look, and everyone's like how good does it look and i'm like it looks the exact freaking same I <laughs> more blue. Like, yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> they just made it 1080p and gave it, uh, uh, they made it, is it 16 by 9 Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, so like, they, yeah, they just upscaled the resolution. That was it. It's the same, like, and that's my point. It's like, like, for the time and to, until, till, till right now, it still looks great. Yeah. Have I ported that to the Switch yet? No, and, that, and I think that's fucking stupid. They they are literally sitting really on a they, they are sitting on a ginormous pile of cash by not porting that and Twilight Princess HD to the Switch. But but regardless, not not the point. That Josh, you were saying. Uh, well, I was saying I I, I liked sailing around at the speed of sound. <laughs> um, I, I I thought I thought the 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 you know the the boat. You know, because of the water theme was a really cool idea. Um, you know, being able... I, I thought it was a bit tedious having to switch the wind direction. The fact that you could do it was cool, but my god, was that tedious sometimes. Um, yeah, I didn't... I wasn't as... I was not as fond of using the Wind Waker as I ever was using the Ocarina of Time, either in Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. I feel like one of the main reasons for that is because the Wind Waker in general had a lot more, uh, I feel, like, direct gameplay implementations with the overall world that you were in than the Ocarina from Ocarina of Time. Like, because, like, the situations in which you used the Ocarina were very specific, but with Wind Waker, it was a bona fide thing to use the Wind Waker for simple navigation. Uh-huh. Um, and I, and I, and I think... I, I, you wind I up doing that, it way more. You know, I yeah, think was my did. my I, issue with it. I was like, oh my god, if I yeah. have to conduct this symphony one more godforsaken time. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you will be conducting the winds requiem many many a time throughout that game. And I guess one of the main reasons that like it never really bothered me as much as as it did with was because again I played it when I was very young, but also I feel like. Uh, Compressing down, you know, all the songs that were in Ocarina into like, you know, basically just a few songs, which with with Wind Waker, I felt kind of made it a, a bit more. I don't want to say streamlined, but 
I don't know. To me, it was it was it made it a bit more unique. Hmm. And and one of the things that I actually also like was that you know despite the fact that the Wind Waker, you know, was it was the thing that the game was named after, um, you know. It, 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 like it, you don't really understand the importance of what it is that you. I was have gonna. I was gonna mention. Later. I was gonna mention that it's like it. It doesn't feel like it has as like much plot significance as the ocarina does. Well, until... the, I mean, I mean, but that's the thing is that it does, but only later in the game. It's not like in say Ocarina of Time where you know when you get the Ocarina of Time, you're told exactly what it is and why it's important. Mm -hmm. Um, same thing with Majora's Mask, like, when you were told about Majora's Mask, you know immediately why it's important. But with the Wind Waker, the story behind this object that you're seemingly randomly given isn't really fully explained until later, and when you realize why it is that this means so much, it, it, the, the story just, like, just, mm, it just hits you. Um, and- In the and, face! You know, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it hits the, it hits you, your face in the face. It, and and the thing I also like about Wind Waker is that, like Majora, it is a very emotional game. Um, and I think that's mostly due to the fact that, to this day, I still think that Wind Waker Link is the most expressive Link ever. I, I can't think of a single other one that comes close. I don't even think it's just due to him being expressive. It's due to the, it's due to the writing. Yeah, and and he and he, despite him not saying a single word the entire time, he has a ton of character. He's way less of a piece of wood, quite frankly, like he was in Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. He, I do think, I do think, know. I do think, I do think a part of it is the animation, though, because because his face has so many more, ex, you know, expressive, uh, well, expressions to go with the style. Like, yeah, like, 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 I can always tell exactly what Link is thinking just, just by looking at him, where, where in Ocarina, because of the limitations, he, there were expressions, but they weren't nearly as, as defined as they were on the GameCube, where, no, they're, they're, where you yeah, had these, really these, these really, really, you know, giant eyes and these, you know, the, the, stu the you know, the almost anime look of his face, you know, you could yeah. see when he's confused or upset or serious or, or like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> or, or scared or, yeah, like, yeah and, and, and. And it's one of the things about the game that I think still holds up is that, like, Link is much more of an actual character and at the same time as being a link between the player and Worlds. the game. You know, uh, well, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later. Josh wasn't going to, I was going to. <laughs> but, but, like, it, but it, like at, at the same time that they still make him a link between the player and Worlds. the game... They, they, God damn it! They actually, they actually give him a lot of personality and character, like a lot more than I thought he had in previous games. You know, like he's he feels like a real person. Like he feels much less like just the protagonist, and he feels more like he feels like somebody who you can latch onto. World. Like, I guess is the way to put it. God. And, and this is jumping ahead with expressions, but. Can we talk about Link's amazing, confused face in the final boss arena of Wind Waker? Yes, we can, because, it's oh my god. Beautiful. It is. It is. It is great. And, and, yeah, no, but, and, and I, don't I... Don't look that up if you want. Yeah, but trust and, me, it's worth uh, it. No, and, and I, and I don't, I don't want to get into spoilers, yeah. but, but that final battle is easily my favorite in the entire Zelda series, period. Okay. Yeah, uh, and and yeah, like I like look, I could 
I could sit here for hours talking about how much I love Wind Waker. Like it, we know it, it's, you've been doing it. it. It's it's a game that stuck with me for so many years. It's been it's it was my gateway into gaming, basically. If not for Wind Waker, I wouldn't be as much of a fan of video games as I am nowadays. And, and like, I, I know, like, Peanut Butter Gamer used this term to describe Majora's Mask for him, but it basically came at the time when I was ready to be wowed by video games. I, it, I totally get that. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's what it did for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I said about all I needed to say. Well, anyone want to add to that, or...? Because <laughs> that was just Teddy, pretty much, the whole time, and I don't want to sell anyone short if they wanted to add to... No, no please, if, any, if anybody else has anything else to add, by all means. Might as well as shove the Wind Waker right up your ass. That was... <laughs> uh... Zach, what you the... got anything? Or... Okay. I would just like to, um... <laughs> Briefly be a bit petty on this one. Oh boy, what is it? Y'all um, motherfuckers really getting bent out of shape about that art style, and now you're loving it? Guys, I was there from day one. Wind Waker was beautiful then, beautiful now. Are you gatekeeping? Are, are you... <laughs> The only, re the only like reason y'all are okay with it now is because you understand that back then you were dumb. It... Wow. Windmaker looks great. Alright, it's awesome. There that, there was no controversy. It was made a controversy because people were like, Meh, it's not dark enough. Uh Zach. That's right. It was too bright and happy and I need edge. Oh really. My <laughs> favorite thing about Wind Waker though is definitely the improvements to combat. I think the extra swings, the extra speed, the extra parrying mechanics. Oh yeah. All of those made for a very, very nice fluid gameplay gameplay setup. And being able to take your uh, enemy's weapons, even if not used very frequently, was really freaking cool. I would agree. And and I would also like and I also like how there are certain enemies which it which like basically force you to use some of these new combat moves because they won't just stand around waiting to get slashed in the face with a sword. Like they'll actually block your moves or they have armor and you need to parry them to remove it like the dark nuts like it's it, it was a lot more than just you know z targeting or i guess l targeting in wind waker's instance and swinging a sword you had to actually pay attention in combat i think definitely there were games later in the series that improved upon it we'll get to those in a second but i thought the jump from ocarina majora's combat to wind waker's combat was beautiful What came after? What came after Wind Waker? Uh, I don't know. Earthward Adventures. Didn't play it. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I didn't play it. I, I, Kane, do you know anything about it? I do. Zach, uh, no? it is. It, I don't. I don't know what it is story-wise for like if it's a follow-up or if it's a prequel to the original I Four Swords. I don't remember too much about Four Swords. I just remembered it was another clever scheme by Nintendo to sell Game Boy Advance Link cables. <laughs> that is definitely a thing. That and um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yep. But I'm 
I'm I'm mostly through the games that I have actual experience with, um, and uh, I I have nothing to add for uh, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, or after. And as I just messaged uh, Kane, I am falling asleep right now and need to. Oh, oh. Well, yeah. if you want to dip out, that's okay. We can. We... I am unfortunately going to have to dip out. That's okay. That's well, okay. We I can... will just say we... that uh, Link to the Past is my, or sorry, Link Between Worlds is my favorite Zelda game, and is good. Is real good. It's a great game. I love it. Love All right. It. All right. Bye, guys. See you. Bye. Have a good one. Have a good one. Um, so yeah, no, I don't have an experience with Four Swords Adventures, to be perfectly honest. Um. Oh. I really like Four Swords Adventures. Um, as first and foremost, as a single player game, it is an awesome single player Four Swords experience. They actually made the game function for a single player. Like you, you had, you, you were like they utilized the full controller in order to make that game work, which was great on its own. But secondly, like Zach mentioned, if you connected a bunch of GBAs. You could play multiplayer with, you know, three other people. And it was awesome. And I really, really loved that. It was such a fun experience being able to play that game multiplayer. It controls really well. It's, it's, I, I believe it's, it's not super long, but it's longer than Four Swords. And it is a gorgeous looking game on the GameCube. It still uses the same sprite art style as Four Swords. But all of the sprites are really nice and high def. It looks really good. Like, like it looks like if A Link to the Past had a really, really awesome HD remake. It looks gorgeous. Like, I have seen some gameplay of Four Swords Adventures. I've just, I've never played it myself, and I was always nervous about picking it up because I was always afraid for some, for whatever reason, that I wouldn't like it. And I don't know why. It's um, All right. Well, I mean, hey, like, I, I... Hold on, you know what? I'm actually curious about this. How much is it on eBay right now? I it, I, I am I am. Mm, all right, let's see. Four swords. I think that's basically, it in terms of that. So the next game is yeah. Minish Cap. I have played a little bit of Minish Cap. Minish Cap is great. It's uh, okay. Kane, I wasn't uh, I wasn't really crazy about it myself. Uh. I, well, funny enough, I think I actually ended up playing it before I played A Link to the Past, because like I said, I played A Link to the Past through my Game Boy Advance, um, but I think I played Minish Cap first, and then uh, a funny story about that is that I, I lost my copy of it for like a decade and a half, and then I bought another copy, and I was like, oh man, I remember how much I like this. Um, but yeah, I, I love Minish Cap. Uh, I think in terms of the GBA Zelda games, I think it's probably the best original one, at least in my opinion. The only original one. I was gonna one, say, I, I think. think it's the only one! Uh... Well, I mean, I don't know if you count Four Swords necessarily. We wouldn't! Game on <laughs> well, then, then, okay, then in that case, then, yeah, I, I would say, uh, I would say, yeah, it's the only original game, but, but still, I think, like, it was, it was very interesting in how it tried to combine a couple of the console uh, Zelda mechanics with, uh, with you know, the portable style of, of you know, Zelda that had been going on for a while. Like um, Link to the Past. What? I like it better than A Link to the Past. 
I kind of go back and forth on them, uh, oftentimes. Uh, I, I think, like, I, I like it a lot. I think it has a lot of charming character, and I absolutely adore Ezlo as a companion. Oh my god, I fucking love him. Second um, favorite companion in the entire series is Ezlo. Uh, I love Ezlo. It was Ezlo. Ezlo, uh, he's the cap, the talking cap. He's that stupid yeah, he's duck! The... Yeah, is the... Well, yeah, get off uh, the head! Yeah, no, I, I I adore him. I think he's I think he's one of the best companions in Zelda's history. He, he's amazing, um, and and I think like overall in terms of like you know trying to bring like most of the console aspects of uh, of Zelda onto a portable console, they did a really decent job for their for like. I mean, the GB the GBA has has, has arguably superior abilities compared to the Super Nintendo, so the oh, notion yeah. that they could make a for you know kind of a link to the past style game on it is totally reasonable i mean that's... oh yeah no i'm not like I, I, that's not what i mean i mean like uh like there were there were more like i uh i felt there were more like things about minish cap that made it distinctive as compared to a link to the past definitely for one it uses wind waker and four swords is uh art style uh but for two i felt like uh it was just overall like it it, it definitely felt a lot more like it was in. It was set in Wind Waker's world. Then it was a link to the past world. If I could, if well, I could say it anyway. Well, technically, they're all in the same world. Well, okay, they fair, are. fair enough. But 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 you get what you get. What I'm saying. Do I? I oh mean, the God. art style tends to do that. Like, it, yeah. Like that's uh, just an art style thing. That's not really. No, fair. Fair enough. Um, I will say though, the one thing that I never ever ever liked about Minish Cap, and this might be a really stupid thing, but I, I hate it. I hate that stupid, uh, token minigame thing, because... He's my Kinstones! Get out! Okay, okay, look, the concept of Kinstones is fine. I don't have a problem with Kinstones themselves. My problem is that they were completely randomized in terms of how you get them, and not only that, but they were a pain in the ass to grind for. I didn't like them. Dude, I went through that game so many times. I don't I don't know what you were doing, but I feel like you were doing something wrong. I never had issues with that. I mean, like, how did you grind for them? I don't even remember, but I never had issues getting them. Like, I, I, like, I, I only feel like I honestly, like, honestly, my problem is, like, I never got the ones that I needed, and that was the thing that always annoyed me. I was like, okay, I need this particular color and this particular shape, and then I get, like, every other thing before it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so annoying. Have you considered the possibility that you are just really bad at the game? I mean... It could very well be something that there are specific things that do that give you specific stones. Th like, it might be. Like, maybe maybe I'm doing something wrong. I don't know. It's just, I like... I feel like you are. <laughs> like, I, I feel like you're trash! Yeah, I just, like, like, I feel like that was, like, the one thing that I didn't really like about Minish Cap. Um, other than that, honestly, I can't think of many other things that I disliked about Minish Cap. I thought it was, I thought it looked gorgeous for a GBA game. I thought it had probably one of the series' most underrated soundtracks. Um, and I like, I, I, I just, I, I like the game overall. It's a great Zelda game. Uh, my only real pro... My only real problem is that it's been exclusive to the GBA for God knows how long now. Well, and, not know. technically, but it's not possible to get it for you. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say like, you, like you could emulate it. Number one, no. Number two, what do you mean? I mean, you. Well, it, go on. What was number two? Well, I was gonna say number two is you could buy it off the Wii U's eShop. That's also wrong. 
Okay, well then, what's the other way? It was a, it was one of the games released as the apology for the rough launch of the 3DS. That's where I have it. It's yeah, I have yeah. it on 3DS. Oh yep. man. Yeah. Um. Oh, that pains me. But, but the yeah. Thing, the other thing I will say about Minish Cap that I really like is that I thought that the shrinking mechanic was really cool and was used to really good effect in several dungeons. Yeah, I like that a lot as well. Um, I actually, I, I thought that was like one of the most unique mechanics that Zelda's ever come up with, and I thought that, uh, you know, solving puzzles by, you know, becoming small and having to do certain things made the gameplay a lot more interesting. Um, and I will, I will also say though, I, I kind of always found the animation of Tiny Link running around kind of hilarious for some weird reason. It was pretty, pretty funny. Fun. But, but yeah, like, but like, the, but, the the Picori are adorable. Yeah, no, the Picori are very are very adorable. And and, and but ultimately, like I, I think it's weird because like I I'm still like confused as to why Nintendo haven't done anything with Minish Cap because it's a game that I think would really benefit to like you know like being uh, ported to one of you know Nintendo's modern systems, whether it's you know like the like on the Switch or like you know whether they re-released it. Like personally, I think a remake of it would be awesome. Uh, but you know, it, it's it's just one of those games, I guess. Uh, it's yeah, not as I, old as the, as their last remake, to be fair. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, because Link's Awakening came out in, like, uh, 1990, I think? Three, yeah, and then Minish Cap came out, I think, in, like, the early to mid-2000s, I think, somewhere around there. Um, 2004. Yeah, so not not as old as the other games, but I still think that, like, making it so that it was a bit it would be a bit more accessible for uh people who don't have e either a wii u or a gba or got a copy of it on the on the 3ds you know i i still think that would be that would be really cool because it is a great game and i and i think that uh it you is know, a great game yeah i think having more people to play it would be awesome Same. uh so what comes after minish cap after minish cap we jump forward two years and back to the console with the legend of zelda Twilight Princess. Hey, that's what I'm playing! That's also my favorite one. So, Josh, why don't you start us off? Oh, I was gonna say, you can't stop me, Teddy. You had your time to shine! Now is the time of... I mean Twilight. Legend of Zelda, Darkness Princess. I mean Twilight It's Honestly, the fact that I love Twilight Princess so much is the weirdest thing, because... It has a lot in common with Ocarina. Oh. In terms, in terms of its, like, basic premise, like, okay, the premise is different, but, like, what you do in it, like, going to the three temples to get the three things. Yeah. Like, that is pure Ocarina right there, just from the get-go. And it's the return of Ganondorf, which was cool. And I just... Personally, my whole thing, I think I think with, with Twilight Princess, it's not so much the gameplay is really all that different from typical 3D Zelda. It's it's the aesthetic. It's yeah. it, it's it's darker, it's drearier, the colors are more washed out. It's the it's literally about like a dark dimension. Like it is everything that I like in a fantasy setting in terms of all that. Like, that's part of the reason I like Majora's Mask so much, too. But Twilight Princess was all about just, you know, doing a more serious, 
you know, darker Zelda game that had that up until that point, like since since Majora hadn't really been done again. Everything had been, you know, there were serious elements, but everything had been bright and cheerful and, you know, with, you know, cartoony art styles, which is fine. But Twilight Princess was like, we can do realism. We have the technology. And let's do it. Edgier. Also, you can turn into a dog. Why are we doing... Because it's edgy! And, and to be fair, I think that the whole wolf mechanic was actually... It's one of my favorite parts of Twilight Princess. I, I, I love the this whole uh, wolf ability. Yeah, which is what I'm doing right now, actually, fun fact. Yeah, the wolf yeah. gameplay is really freaking good. I've heard, yeah. I, I once heard somebody who I who I struggled to like, I won't say his name on the podcast because I don't want to shame anybody, uh, who complained about the wolf thing. Because he a thought, lot of people complained about the wolf. And I'm like, why is it a problem? I don't see what the issue is. It's awesome. I've heard people compare it to... I, I've heard people call it Wursukami, and I'm like... What? Um, no? Not the same oh, game. Uh, it, 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 it's it is better not the than Okami. It's not the same... It's not even the same type of game. I know. Are, are you high? I... I I'm also, just, that, also that implies seen. that the wolf mechanics are only half the game. Yeah. You still have the regular, you know... 3D Zelda established an Ocarina of Time with, you know, come, you know you have the opponent's back, you have the horse riding over Hyrule, you have, you know, the, the circular, you know, enemy targeting. Like, it all, it, it, you know, it, it, it's it's just mixed in with, 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 with the idea of, oh, you know, this alternate dimension, you have to be the wolf form because that's your dark form. Um, and, it, you know, it, it spoke to me, and Midna is the snarkiest companion possible. Um... She never really stops. Uh, at, at no point is she polite. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 freaking the fairy from Majora was kind of like that too. But even Tattle, ta yeah, but even Tattle wasn't really like Midna. No, not like, the same way anyway. Like Midna is just like is just like okay, I'm gonna help you do exactly what I fucking say though. Yeah. Like, like, Tattle, I feel like, like the like... sunder energy coming off of this, <laughs> th of, 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 of this woman is insane. Like, yeah, because yeah, like, Tattle, I feel, was more of like a case of she was just kind of arrogant and not really so much snarky. She, she was she just forced into a situation she didn't want to be in. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Midna was also in the same boat, except. She saw Link and was like, I'm going to make this man help me. And, and she was... To be fair, awesome. she met him as a dog. True. But like, I'm going to make this dog help me. Yes, but she was so cocky about it. And I think that's one of the things that makes Minda such a good character is that she has such a great fucking personality. Like... Midna is definitely one of the most well-written characters in the Zelda franchise. Absolutely. I, I will never say a bad word about Midna. Also, Zant uh, is hilarious as a oh, villain. God, like, oh my god, Zant is just like, he's just like, hee hee, jump around. Like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Get, come and fight me, coward! Like, he's, fucking, he's fucking creepy, too. Like, like, well, that's he, my he, thing. Like, like, there were so many dark, creepy elements. And, yeah. like, it, I, I just, I just, uh, like, when I first played it, I'm like, because it was the first Zelda game I genuinely sat down. I actually bought it. 
I actually decided to get it because I actually originally got the Wii version because I had just gotten a Wii and there weren't that many games to play. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I will give Zelda another chance. I will try something else. Because I hadn't, t up until Twilight Princess, I actually hadn't touched a Zelda game since Ocarina. Oh, God. Like, at okay. that point. And All right. Twilight Princess was the game to make me realize, oh, I do kind of like these games. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, Ocarina um, didn't get me into it. It just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But Twilight you... Princess, you know, is was something for me. And I'm like, yes! And then from there, I tried other games. You know, I played Majora, I played Wind Waker, I played all, you know, all the other games I wound up liking. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, and I think, that, I think that's just a tried and true tested thing of, like, Zelda, there is at least one Zelda game for everybody. I think the other, the other thing, too, that I really like about Twilight Princess, which is definitely something that needs to be said to Twilight Princess's benefit, is, yes. Twilight Princess is dark. Dark. But it is never dark in dark. a in an alienating regard. It is dark thematically. It is dark Itch. maybe even a little bit dialogue wise. But it never turns into Game of Thrones. Well, well yeah, it does. It, it's they still they still tie the line with being accessible to young audiences. They they never go that far. But yeah. I think Twilight and Majora are are in, are in a, are in a league of their own where they go as far as they possibly can. Yeah, <laughs> and and I and I think and it's weird because as far as I can remember, this is the only Zelda game to ever be rated teen. Although I I don't necessarily think it was for the for the dark themes. I'm I'm almost positive it was because the the great fairy in the game is topless and has hair covering her breasts. But regardless, that might be you know. part of it. But I think also the uh, the game starts out with fucking murder. Yeah, fair you enough. might want to. Yeah, uh, they kind of led with that, so I think yeah, that's yeah, definitely yeah. part of it. Yes, yes, but, but wait, wait, they led with murder. Yo, your childhood friend shot with an arrow. Yeah. I'm so. Oh, memory serves. She might. She might live. I don't remember. I haven't. I, I haven't played in a while, and I'm playing it now, and I haven't got that far yet. Yeah. But I'm she gets. But she gets shot with an arrow. That's attempted murder. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still honestly so angry at myself for why I stopped playing Twilight Princess, and I want to play it again because I never beat it for the stupidest goddamn reason. I, I feel like you told me about this, I, and I got I, really annoyed at you I, for it. I, I, I have, uh, and I'll say it again for clarity's sake, is that I, I got to the sky temple whatever it's called in this game where you get the double uh the double hook shot and i i stopped playing i went back and played i went and played something else and then like a week later i came back to twilight princess and i was like i don't know where the fuck i'm supposed to go and, and you I basically suck no, I, I, I can't I, even be mad at you for that i can't even be, can't even be mad at you for that that temple can be a massive dick if you don't know where you're going um i'm um, just i know we're doing a podcast but i do want to acknowledge uh, the stream a little bit um, Shinigama has pointed out that, uh, yes, the Great Fairy is topless, and also a lot of people die in the game in general. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I did just walk through a prison full of the spirits of dead soldiers. Yeah, that, that is the thing that happens. This is a dark freaking game! Well, it is, like, there's a reason this is, there is a reason this is, again, as far as I know, it's the only Zelda game to ever be rated teen. Not dead. Um, what? Not dead. Oh. Well, then what are they? That's just that's just the effect that happens with humans in the twilight. They're dead. They, 
they 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 turn to spirits, but when the they're twilight goes dead. away, they're perfectly fine. Dead. Um. Whatever. But they still it's still it's still very dark because they don't know what's going on. They're freaking out. Like, and yeah. I mean they're portrayed as being dead. Yeah. Like that's that's the assumption. Yeah. Um. But I, but I definitely, I, I definitely still to this day think that Twilight Princess is an amazing game. And for as much as Wind Waker is my favorite, I absolutely still love the basically. See, there we go. We just watched a soldier die. There you go. I just watched yeah, a murder yeah, on screen. I can confirm that. That dude is dead. I... Yeah, uh, but but I, I I still I I still love. The, the, what is basically the opposite end of the spectrum because you know like Twilight Princess was basically made as a response to everyone who was like I don't like this anime bullshit bring back the dark Zelda and they were like okay here you go and and they and they made this and 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 I and I love it I you know it's I I love Twilight Princess it's one of my favorite Zelda games in general um I definitely I, I acknowledge think, the fact that yeah. it was response to people being being grumpy and yeah, that, and yeah. that part of it actually annoys me, but I also yeah. love the game, so I'm like, how, can, how mad can I be? Because this is my Zelda-esque. This is my aesthetic, you know? I'm not really mad about it either. I'm just, I think it's kind of funny that, like, in response to something that was directly, like, it, it, as a response to something that was directly criticized, which is something that I love, I also end up loving the opposite end of the spectrum, which is, you know, Twilight Princess. My thing yeah. on this is that, yes, this was a, a response to people being grumpy about Wind Waker, but instead of giving a half-assed, awful product, they went full tilt and made something amazing. They did. They didn't just throw it, like, together they and they were like... They didn't a Dark yeah. Zelda to be a Dark Zelda to appease the grumpiness. They actually put forward insane amount of effort to make a wonderful game behind that darkness. And, and and honestly I, I would also argue it it also has a lot of charm and character like it, it it still to this day is probably one of the most unique Zelda games you could possibly play um I wouldn't I, I again it's it's not my personal favorite but like I, I don't love it any less because of that it's it's a great game uh and and again like Wind Waker HD I think Nintendo is sitting on a massive amount of money that they refuse to step off of and actually take by porting Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD over to the Switch. Because, They're gonna get to it know, eventually. I, I know they will. Would you I know relax? I, 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 I am as cool as a cucumber. I don't think I, you are. You have to remember, Teddy, they also, they, like, they, they, this is about resource acquisition. They may not have the means to dedicate developers to porting them. True. Like, yeah, you know, they can guarantee money, but people also want new stuff. And, new, yeah. and you know, in sequels, and also they might, they might be working on that. They're probably well, they're, they're working on Breath of the Wild too, for one. You yeah. know, and I'm sure that's a big part of their workload at the moment. Yeah, I mean that it's I, I, ever since that that trailer, people like practically just shat their pants in excitement. So, you know, like I I don't I don't doubt that. I'm just I saying like that game eventually. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, and 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 it's like Kane said previously, where he was like, if they could port. Skyward Sword out of all games to the Switch, anything's possible. Um, but so, yeah. I would also like to talk about another one of the marvelous things about Twilight Princess that we haven't talked about yet. Go ahead. The dog. Oh, we already they, did that. Damn it. Uh... <laughs> Twilight Princess is 
is my favorite Zelda game, period, particularly because of its combat. Yes. Twilight Princess has one of the best in-depth combat systems to any action game I've ever played in terms of this style of Zelda. This game has not been beat to me because of how smooth, of how many of, of how many moves you have, of how fast it is, how it functions. This game is glorious. I honestly think that in terms of just raw gameplay, this game beats Breath of the Wild. I mean, like, like earlier when I said, you can't like, you say know, that on the internet right now. <laughs> it's dangerous. You're going to summon the fanboys, and they're going to kill you. Like earlier when I when I said that I loved Wind Waker's revamped combat, and you know it was improved upon in later games, I was referring to Twilight Princess. It took the stuff that worked in Wind Waker and added new moves to it. Um, it, it, it actually made Wind Waker's edition better too. Yeah, it, it did, and 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 I think like I, I think one of the things that kind of frustrates me the most about about this is the is that like I love this, but I almost feel like in certain situations you you barely get to use the new combat moves. Yeah, I we went over that the other day. That's what I was saying. So yeah. I I will I will add to that one since that was my point from before. Yeah. I love Twilight Princess, but it is way too easy, and you don't get a chance to actually utilize all these really awesome extra moves that you get in Link's arsenal. The only time you really get to use stuff like the shield bash or the backward, or like, like the counter or the, the helm splitter, the only time you get to use them is when you're fighting really difficult enemies, because there's no point otherwise, and I wish that there was more... There were more enemy types, or at least a, a higher difficulty, where you were able to utilize these abilities in a more, in a more natural flowing way in the combat. Because it really is such a missed opportunity for for this game's combat, because it is a glorious system, and we just we just do not get to see it very much. It's really sad. Yeah, and and I agree, and 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 I think like. I, I, I totally think that it was improved upon in Twilight Princess, but I think one of the reasons I particularly prefer Wind Waker's combat is just because the parry mechanic was more highly utilized. I, I'm not saying that the improvements to Twilight Princess weren't great. They were great, but you just don't get to use them that much, and that was the one thing that was just kind of like, ah, oh, I wish you could use it more. Um, but, you know, it's a great game, and, and I think, you know, as... A response to people saying something was too cartoony and then they made something which was basically the polar opposite it's great i also think i also think the nice thing because I, I remember josh you had mentioned that one of your problems with ocarina was that there wasn't as much direction uh twilight princess has a lot more going for its direction oh yes Midna's yes midna's much better at telling she's not like hey listen and then giving me a vague clue midna's like yeah. it's like listen up bitch boy you're going to go here, and you're going to do it now. And I'm like, yes, mommy. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I beat oh this game. God. I know who she actually is. <laughs> I, am, I, am well, I, I am well aware. I mean, like, we should say the same for, for myself, but that, that's not who the King of Red Lions is, so fuck. Uh, 
But yeah, I, no, I, you know. It, it's, it's, it, it really is... This game, I think, uh, really did do Ocarina of Time's formula a bit better in terms of being linear. Because what, what I think one of the big downsides to having a linear game is, is that you need to have direction in a linear game because it's linear. You have to do it in a certain way to finish it. And if you don't have direction, you're not going to know where you're going to go. And as great as Ocarina is, it like Josh mentioned, it, it really does not have a lot of direction. I do game... think in Ocarina's defense... Oh god, I just said that. Um... Part of the problem is not that it was they were they were intentionally trying to be, yeah, you know, cryptic with it. It was that a, um, I think they wanted to encourage the player to explore this grand sweeping world they managed to create in 3D because that was a big deal at the time. Yeah, you know, so that was a, and then b, there were some limitations. Yeah. You know, there was only so much they could put, and, and, and Ocarina was pushing it in terms of cartridge space. Yeah, so they couldn't like, you know. You know, you might say that text doesn't take up much space, but in their situation, it may it may have. So, from a design perspective, it may have been more logical for them to say, "Let's just have the player, you know, we'll give them a hint, but have them look around because that's part of the experience." Yeah. You know, whereas you know, Twilight would have no excuse not to not to give you some level of direction because it's on a damn disc. There's plenty of goddamn room for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 I don't. I don't think they were intentional on it at all with ocarina but like definitely a little more direction would have been quite nice because if we're being fair how directive is majora it's uh, it's it, it's directive enough because it does tell you where you're supposed to go and but once you get one, there there's one way there's only one way you can go yeah it, like, that, like, I think that's the thing that makes Majora a little bit easier with the direction thing than Ocarina of Time, is the fact that, like, once you get out of the town, there's really only four directions for you to go. There's up, down, left, or right, and the and for the quest that you're going on, the game makes it very apparent which direction you're supposed to go. Yeah, because it's the only way you can go. Every other area is blocked off until you get more items. Yeah, so, like, Majora didn't really, I guess, need that much direction when there wasn't that much of an optional direction to begin with. It's like, it's it's kind of like making a maze, and then, like, and then, and then you, in the next maze, you make it a bit easier by giving some clues. And also, you just make the maze a lot shorter, with less paths to take. Hold on, I'm talking to a chicken. <laughs> That's another thing about Twilight Princess for you. <laughs> for the first Wait. time in the series, you may talk to the cuckoos. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, is is that a chicken? Well, it's a rooster. That one was a rooster, I think. But oh, there are chickens here. Uh, ah, so so you're talking, so you're talking to the people who were bitching about uh, Wind Waker's art style. Wow. You're talking to chickens. <laughs> wow, Ted. Let's just move forward. What's next game? I'm, next game. I'm sorry. That was a bad joke. That was a bad joke. You're uh, a bad joke. What's next, Kane? After Twilight Princess, we've got Phantom Hourglass. Oh, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> I've never played Hourglass. So, can I start this one, Kane? Go for it. So, funny enough, uh, Phantom Hourglass was actually i believe my first nintendo ds game uh because i got one for my birthday and i asked for that because i was like 
I love this. I like Zelda. Please, mom and dad. And and uh, and and I got that for my birthday, and I fell in love with it almost immediately because, like, for an intro for an introduction to a console, oh my god, that was that was that hit me like a train. Like, it introduced me to like what the touch screen could do. It couldn't um, have. It couldn't. Next it, I was gonna say. I was like, it couldn't have hit you like a train. That's the next game. Uh, okay, <laughs> a poor analogy. I'm sorry. Anyway, you're a poor like analogy. A sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, anyway, so but 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 for what was essentially trying to carry across Wind Waker's gameplay onto a handheld, which has a lot less power. Let's be frank. Um, I thought it did a pretty decent job. Uh, I didn't like. Trying to keep with like you know the whole top-down view of some of the Zelda games, and you can only control the game with with the uh, with the stylus or the touchscreen. You know, I thought that was it was weird at first, and then I got used to it, and then it was like it was just basically like it was no like no problem whatsoever. Um, I thought the story for what it was going for was actually pretty interesting. Uh, I didn't think it was as interesting as some other Zelda games, but for what it was trying to be, which was basically a direct sequel to Wind Waker, um, I liked it. And uh, and and can I talk about for a second how nobody talks about Linebeck, and I think that is a goddamn tragedy because oh my god, he is so fucking funny. Linebeck is one of my favorite characters. I love Linebeck. So, so Josh, uh, for context, Linebeck is the person who owns the ship that you use, uh -huh. and and he is he is such a goddamn character. He is he's hilarious. He's he he's so fucking like he's charismatic, is what he is. You know what and, the and, problem is? Is no one's talked about Tingle. I mean, I I don't think I mean <laughs> he, he, he's he's Tingle. Like, he, he's <laughs> But 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 Linebeck, I, I I think just kind of like just struck a weird thing where it was like he he was such an a great character in a game where like really like there's the so much you're leaving out. But okay. You're the well, one who yelled at him about spoilers. I know. Like I want to talk about like, it, but it's just like, like like okay. But Josh, you're hearing him. He's not saying anything about the character really. Like he's such, such a character. Like, He's I'm such old. a character. Like, the character of care, like yeah, you know, I get, I get your point. I get your point. I, I, I'm <laughs> trying not to spoil stuff, but like over the course You're of the game, not spoil it by saying that Linebeck is kind of a dunce and he's not good at paying back people who owe him, and he's kind of a a drunk pirate kind of character who who who's like on on his high horse about how good of a captain. Kane, he is, but... Kane, spoilers. Uh, but he's not wrong. Like that—that that is what Linebeck is. Oh and my God! Is. What's the point of playing the game now? I mean, <laughs> now I know everything. But but uh, but I th but I think one of the other things is that, without getting into spoilers, you do really grow to like him more as an actual character by the end, by like like midway through the game, and especially by the end of the game, he yeah. actually. He, he actually, actually grows. He actually has his own arc. Is what yeah. he's getting yeah. at. Yeah, he has his own arc, and the arc is wonderful. Uh, it is. It is. It's one of the most underrated arcs in Zelda history, in my personal opinion. An arc. What? But not a boat. An arc. Yes. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> um, there's a couple of things about Phantom Hourglass though that I kind of don't like. 
Um, I think some of the dungeons are a little bit not amazing. I think... Hey, how about that stealth dungeon? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's how about the, the one where you have to do it 18 goddamn times? How about that one? I know about okay, that. Honestly, I don't hate the Temple of the Ocean King. I, I don't either. Like, that's my thing. Is <laughs> I don't... I don't hate the Temple of the Ocean King, but I, I do... Oh, oh, no, I don't think anyone hates the temple itself. I think they hate, hate having to do it repeatedly is yeah, the problem. It, 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 yeah, that, that's the problem. It's like, you do it, like, how many times? Like, one... I don't even think it was that bad doing it that many times, because every time you did it, you unlocked shortcuts, and it made it easier, and you always got used to, to going through it, and it's like, it, it went by so quick. Like, yeah, but but I, but I think the, the the problem was is that it was it was a stealth dungeon in a game which otherwise really didn't use stealth. I think it was yes, because Wind Waker never did that. I was I was gonna do it either. I was gonna say like it, it's that one, but but as opposed to Wind Waker and Ocarina, where you only really needed to do it one time out of the entire game. With the Temple of the Ocean King, you need to do it at least, like, six times. Also, the Forsaken Fortress wasn't that bad. Don't it, at me. It wasn't It wasn't that bad, but it, but it was a stealth section, so people don't like it. But but you know what I mean. Anyway, so... It was so, better than Ocarina's stealth. It, it, and I, I, I will give you that. It definitely did. But... but arguably other stealth games as well. But, but, but I think also... But, but I think also in the case of the Temple of the Ocean King, it ties back into the game's namesake, the Phantom Hourglass, because the more you are in the Temple of the Ocean King the more the place literally starts to curse you and and kill you. So you're on a time limit in the place on top of already having to deal with stealth mechanics and when you and when you get knocked back it re, it like takes away some of your time. And so it's just like a constant cycle of like, you know, time limits, uh, like a lot of stealth sections, you know, it definitely gets progressively harder as you go through more of the Temple of the Ocean King, but like at the same time I think that like it, it just a just a little bit less time spent there would be a lot better. Um, and and I and and honestly, like that's really like the only major flaw I can think of. Like otherwise, like I can say that if you don't want to control a game with a touch screen, don't play it because you're not gonna like it. Um, but in the case of uh, but in the case of Phantom Hourglass, like like I said, I got used to it almost instantly. It, it never it never bothered me. Um, yeah, I, I will say I, I also think that uh, that it had uh, that that I kind of liked how it took a spot from Wind Waker that I loved in the original, which was the ghost ship, and actually made it an integral part of the story. Um, I, I thought that was actually kind of cool. Might just be me, but I always found the ghost ship by far the scariest part of Wind Waker. So my favorite yeah. thing in Phantom Hourglass was the one time that they did this awesome thing where you go to an island and you go into a cave and you find an ancient map and then that's your right. fairy companion is like oh man we have to find a way to 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 jot this down on our own map what are we gonna do and the dialogue hints you to do one thing close the ds and so you close yeah. the ds and you open it and the information is transferred onto your map yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I like that. It was a that was a very unique way of doing things. Um actually now that I think about it, that's a Wii U, right? How how would they do that? 
I don't know. There, there'd have to be like a close option on screen or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I, I like but yeah, no, like I, I definitely think that Phantom Hourglass is probably the most overhated Zelda game in the whole series because everybody likes to talk about it like it's a an absolute piece of shit, and I think really it's just the Temple of the Ocean King that most people don't like because I honestly think the rest of the game is pretty damn solid. Um, although I, I, I will say. There's one thing that always bothered me about Phantom Hourglass, and it's something that only will bother me because only I pay attention to this stuff. Why do they constantly call Ganondorf the Demon King and not Ganondorf? Because he's the Demon King. Or they they call him like the Demon King or the Evil King or I mean, whatever. none of those none of those titles are wrong. Well, no, but like <laughs> but they never but they never refer to him specifically as Ganondorf. Um, Ganon, Ganon is a monster. That's why he's the Demon King. Ganondorf I, I, is the Gerudo, is, is the Gerudo chief. I, I get that, but like, but 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 they but they always call him that. They never call him. They never call him Ganondorf, despite the fact that in Wind Waker, that's who he was. He was Ganondorf. He was, he wasn't the Demon. Like, yeah, but again, you're a Ganondorf. God. <laughs> you know, that. That's a good point. I don't know why they called him Ganon in Wind Waker because he was Ganondorf, like you said. Because no. it, it was it was the same Ganondorf from Ocarina of Time. Yeah, and and I and and I think like one of the uh, one of the other things also is that I I, I kind of also feel like the uh, see this is where I'm gonna get, I'm gonna be kind of hard on myself because I don't even really remember Phantom Hourglass's main villain's name. Bellum. Uh, yeah, Bellum. Thank you. Um. I feel like honestly he was a severely underused villain to a certain degree. I don't think um, so. I think he was fine. Like he was fine, but like I, I kind of I, I wanted to know more about him. I I understand that, but I really don't think they would have been able to do that. He was because the, the you have to remember Bellum was a mystery even to the characters of Phantom Hourglass. Sorry. Like. Like, with Ganon, we've been learning about Ganon throughout the entire history of Zelda. Yeah, and Bellum was, like, I think the first new villain that we had had since Zant. And even then, like, Zant kind of, you know, he played second fiddle to Ganondorf in, in the endgame. Like, like the, 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 the only other person who I can think of who wasn't, like, top second to Ganondorf was probably Body, as far as I can remember. Um... I think like he was he was the the main villain of his own game. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I I don't exactly remember. Sorry, his face. Which game are we talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't. Know. Was 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 Vadi ever second fiddle to Ganondorf? Or was he mainly? Uh, like... I mean, generally all villains wind up being second fiddle to Ganondorf in general, but in terms of like specifics, I don't remember. Well, yeah, because like Bellum never was that. <coughs> he was his he was his own villain because Ganon Ganon wasn't a thing in in you know in uh, in Phantom Hourglass's story. Like he he had been defeated and there was a new threat. Um, but in regards to him, I just feel like it, it, I, I I don't know. He just didn't feel like as compelling a villain to me as, as either Zant or Body, despite him being you know the first unique villain since since Zant. Like he, he t I wanted more of him, and and unfortunately he's 
spoiler alert, I guess he's never he's never again seen in the series. So, you know. To be fair, to be fair, a lot of the question I was asked. What? I would like to answer the question I was asked. Oh, go go ahead. Um, Vati is in fact the main villain of both the original Four Swords and Minish Cap. Okay, so he doesn't play second fiddle to Ganon. No. Okay, so then then there you go. And and I, and I feel like as the main villain of his own game, he was a lot more compelling. I just didn't get the same feeling with Bella. Yeah, because like we knew about Vati. We didn't know Bellum was a thing. Like but, all the characters knew from what I remember is that something was causing a massive problem for the Ocean King. And and maybe and maybe Ocious mentioned it. Maybe Ocious even did mention it uh, earlier in the game, but like he was a mystery even to Ocious. Like yeah. Ocious didn't even know what Bellum was. He just happened. Yeah, and and like and, and I'm not like holding that against him. It's just like it's it's more my desire to want to learn more about a character and not so much a flaw of the game itself. You, you know what I mean? I guess I I guess I get you on that one. Yeah, and and um, I and I I wish they would like bring him back in some way because like I said, he's never in any other Zelda game. I don't think they could bring him back. He was he was a very very specific thing. Fair enough. I, I don't know. I mean, and then I, I don't, I don't like like. Like, there would be no way they could bring you back don't the know yet. Chancellor. There's no way they could bring back the fucking Chancellor from Spirit Tracks. Uh, no. And is that the next game on our list? Yep. Alright. Spirit Tracks. Oh, I'm gonna preface it by saying this is the best Zelda game ever made because it has a train in it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you actually play Spirit Tracks, Josh? No. Oh, okay, then... Do it! I dare you. <laughs> Do it, I probably I should at you. some point. I, I I was already always interested because I'm like, is that a freaking train? Yeah. And for no other reason. That was the only thing that got me. I was like, that's a train. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, the, it's the only Zelda game in the entire series, as far as I can remember, which gave you a train as your main form of transportation. So, and it, yeah. We didn't talk about gameplay of of Phantom Hourglass, but I think it's fair to say. We could just talk about both of these games at once because yeah. they're the same game, just slightly reskinned. Which yeah, pretty much. And one has a train. Now the gameplay of both of these games, I actually think when you're when you're running around and doing things, is wonderful. Like the way that the touchscreen works, the way that you slash your sword, the way that you interact with items, the way that you utilize everything is awesome. And people can fight me on that. Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks control wonderfully on a stylus. It really is a great experience for what they were able to do with that. Using a boomerang has never been more fun than in Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. I would agree. It was it was the only like game in this. It was the only it was it was the only two games in the series that that like actually allowed you to the be. All boomerangs path. Like yes. that's so cool. Yeah, it, like, it wasn't just, like, in Ocarina or Wind Waker, where you kind of just had to, like, throw it, and unless you, like, you, you kind of had to, like, twirl yourself around to actually, like, aim at what you're shooting at, and even still it was kind of finicky, but in, in those games, you drew a path, and it went in that path, and it, and it was, it was fucking cool, you know, like, it was, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was probably, like, I, I want to say it was probably, like, one of the most, uh, like, unique control schemes in a Zelda game, period. 
it, it really is it really is a great control scheme like it's so it, they are nice controlling games they look pretty good on the ds i like them they do I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm less of a fan of spirit tracks i don't think that spirit tracks story is as engaging as i felt phantom hourglasses was yeah i kind of have to agree with you there and 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 i didn't i I didn't exactly. I do think it's got more interesting mechanics, though. Like, the way that the, you actually control Zelda in that game. Yeah, I thought that was actually one of the most unique things about that entire game, was it was, like, the first game where, like, Zelda not only was, like, a, a direct, like, thing in the game, but also she was literally your companion for the whole thing. Well, her spirit, anyway, but still. Yeah. Like, it's like it, cool. Yeah, it was. And, and the ability to, you know, to stab phantoms in, in the back and have her control them, I thought made combat in the temples a lot more fun and enjoyable, and it led to some really interesting puzzles. Yeah. It, um, it's, it's They really are cool games that I think more people should give a try. I, I agree. I think they're honestly really nice. Um, the one thing I gotta say that I, again, I kind of find lackluster about Spirit Tracks, and, 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 and again, this is not the fault of the game itself. I don't like the villains i i think i think the chancellor was a step up from bellum because he is a lot more of an actual character and he has a lot more time in the game to develop but at the same time i also just don't think that he was i'm trying to find the right way to say it. he he in in my mind he still felt kind of like a lesser villain. He wasn't as interesting as Vati or, or Zant. I didn't like his design, honestly. Um, I, I, I thought he looked like the Lucky Charm, like a worse Lucky Charms mascot. <laughs> he kind of did to be fair. He looked like, like a fucking, he, he looked like a fucking demonic, he, didn't he looked like a fucking kind of like demonic leprechaun looking motherfucker. Oh, like, I won't be letting you take me, try to, me, me, me try for us. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it was literally like they fucking modeled him after, um, uh, what's-his-face who played, uh, who played the leprechaun in that actual, like, leprechaun horror movie. Like, that's what he, like, they modeled him after that the, or something. The, 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 the movie, by the way, is called The Leprechaun. Yes, it yep. is. And it is not a great movie, but it's fucking hilarious. The, the, the first one was legitimately creepy. Like it had its moments. It just, it just, it just, it just, it just, it just it's just after that they kind of realized, man, this is stupid. Let's just yeah. make it stupider. But 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 going back to Spirit Tracks, another thing that I kind of felt was a little bit underdeveloped was the actual train mechanics themselves, because I think. I agree. Because I think the train by itself is a really novel concept. Again, it's the only time in a Zelda game where they've made your main source of transportation not a horse, not a boat, not a raft, but a fucking train. And I thought that was the most interesting thing. But at the same time, I just didn't I think it's like, too easy to get hit by enemy trains. I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't... Yeah, like, I just didn't like using the train as much as I thought I would. Like, it was... It was cool. When you're on but a like, linear path like that, and you have enemies also on the linear path, you need to be able to like actually get rid of them and have time. Yeah, it's 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 not like in Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass where like if there's something in your way, you can simply just redirect yourself. Like I, like Phantom Hourglass was different because you actually had to draw like where your boat was going. 
but still, you could you could change your path, is what I'm getting at. In in Spirit Tracks, really, the only option you have is to hitch it into reverse and hope that you can back up and avoid the train before it hits you, and it's it's not exactly that easy. Um, That's a small fun fact about Spirit Tracks that I learned um, about a year ago, is oh. it actually has anti-piracy measures that if it detects that you're playing a pirated copy of the game when you get to the overworld it disables all of the train controls so you can only go straight forward <laughs> until you crash and die <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing oh i love that um it's, it's pretty great it's pretty funny oh god that's awesome um but yeah, like, I, I don't think, I, I honestly don't even, like, think Spirit Tracks is a bad game. It's just, I, I just think, again, it's it's kind of a situation where it's, like, it, it's it's a, it's kind of a, a niche Zelda game, I feel, where, like... It's got a train in it! That, well, it does. And, like, you know, choo and, 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 like, I like Spirit Tracks a lot. It's not one of my personal favorite Zelda games, but I do like it a lot. And, and like you mentioned before, Kane, like, the aspect of Zelda actually being, like... A, a main part of the story for the entire time. Start training. You know, like like that was that was something that I really enjoyed. Chaka chaka. Um, and and choo choo. And and overall. Chaka chaka. Like, are you done? Never. I I think I think overall it is worth giving a shot if you are curious. But but it, it but it, it but it's one of those games where it's like it, it's I just don't think it's like as easily accessible. So, what's the next one, Kane? The very next game on the list is another super divisive title released in 2011. It is oh. time to talk about the motion control extravaganza. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Oh, boy. Your companion is a computer. So... Basically. Jo so, Josh, have you played this game? I've seen it played. I haven't actually bothered with it myself because it looks, in terms of the shape of the models, like Twilight Princess. It freaking ain't. I, I was I was miffed that it was that 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 it, it kind of combined the brightness with realistic models, and I understand yeah. and I got it. But I I was I just wasn't as interested. I was like I was like yeah, it looks fine. Eh. So, Skyward Sword is a bit of a weird case for me because I actually didn't play it when it first came out. And then, years later, when I eventually uh, found out it was a thing, quite frankly, uh, I was like, okay, I should try this. And so I got a copy off of eBay, and I got that, like, golden... Uh, Zelda controller that came with it, and I played through it once, and I really liked my time with it. I and and I I thought the world was awesome. The sky was a very unique setting for a game that I really still think like hasn't really been done a lot in in very many games. About the only other game that I can think of at the moment that has the sky as the main setting is Bioshock Infinite. Um, and in terms of Skyward Sword's case, I actually thought it was a little bit more interesting because. It's not just one city in a sky, it's the whole kingdom, essentially, is in the sky. And it's, it kind of, like, took 
the approach to Wind Waker's navigation, where it was like, you know, moving around uh, using a mode of transportation, in which case it was a bird. Um, I like also... the birds. Yeah, the birds I like cool. the loft wings so much. Oh, the they look really like cool. my favorite bird. What's they look bird? like shoe bills, and I love it. Yeah, like, the loft wings are really cool. Um, and, 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 and... The, the he just cool. pokes his head into the room. Yeah. I love it! Like, you are amazing! <laughs> yeah, um, and I think, like, ultimately, the thing that I, that, that kind of makes me appreciate Skyward Sword mostly is the story, because I, I don't hate the motion controls, but they hate the you. Time, well, they kind of do. I, I couldn't get them to work. I appreciate the, the effort they went to to make them work as well as they do. Yeah, they, because they, they are they, they, really good, especially like like I mean I mean it works with Wii Motion Plus, and yeah. like the multi-directional swinging. I mean that was that kind of thing was actually something people had wanted out of the Wii for a long ass time. Yeah, and, and they, they absolutely they, did it. They, they did it, and it was and and like I like I like the game itself a lot, and then over time I've I've just prone to not like it as much, and I don't know why. Um. But but I, I I still like it. I think it's a good game. It's not one of my favorite Zelda games, but I think overall the story is really what carries it through, mostly because it is, as far as we know, it's the earliest point in the Zelda timeline. So it is one of the it more unique... the earliest point in the Zelda timeline that we have a game for. Yeah, because... because uh, Hyrule Historia came out around the same time as, uh, you know, as that game, and that was the earliest point. Um, whether or not more recent Zelda games take place before or after is is unknown. They're not a part of it yet, I don't think, anyway. Um, I think what annoys me about, about um, Skyward Sword being the beginning is that, to me, it's such a lie. It's not the beginning of the Zelda timeline. It's the beginning of... The journey of the heroes. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know... There is still a story to be told before it, that. There is. And I think that would make some... It would make a really interesting Zelda game. Uh, but... Like, like, the war between... Okay, th this, is, this is literally explained in the first cutscene of Skyward Sword. So it's uh, not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. But literally the war between Hylia and... And Demise is the starting of the Zelda series. Let's get a game about that and, like, the very first, the very first experience. Like, that's, that's the, that's the starting of the Zelda series that I want to see. Yeah. That, um. Because it's, it's like, Skyward Sword is all like, we're the beginning of the timeline. And then, and then, and then they start it with, oh yeah, but then this happened before that. I'm like. But then it's not the beginning. But <laughs> I think that's kind. Of, I think that's kind of dumb. Uh, so, uh, so, but, but like ultimately, I, I, I do think. I, I, I do think that. I do think that Skyward Sword is a game that, at the end of the day, is worth taking a look at, especially now that there's the version on the Switch. It is way, way more accessible than ever, because if you have a Wii, a Wii U, or a Switch, 
you can play it in some capacity. Um, but ultimately, I do think that the motion controls make it a game that's a little bit weird to kind of kind of Skyward Sword is the know. most inaccessible Zelda game yeah. in the series. It's, yeah. I do not like Skyward Sword from a gameplay perspective. I I've never been able to finish it. I've never been able to get into it. And one of the reasons is because I honestly feel like a lot of the mechanics are a massive step backwards from Twilight Princess. I felt like that in terms of basic functionality, we reverted back quite a bit. Yeah. And I think that that's really, that's really sad. Yeah. Um, I, I wish, I wish that the, I wish the swinging felt more, I, I wish the swinging didn't feel like it had a delay. Um, I, I wish that there was a, oh no. I'm seeing that, Josh. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. Uh, I ran into technical difficulties and tried to fix it, and I loaded the state, and it won't reload. Uh, I, oh, there it goes. There it goes. Now it's working. Okay. Everything's fine. Nothing is broken. Carry on as you were. Good. Okay. Uh, um, I, I would like Skyward Sword more, I think, if it wasn't designed around the motion controls. The other thing for me is I'm a unique case with this one, just so you all know I have bad vision. I can't sit far away from a screen in order to read details or see things. I, I need to be able to be close to something, and with the Wii, you just can't do that. Yeah. You have to be far away. And the other thing, too, not only that, I'm left-handed. So, Hi! <laughs> Frickin' same! When Kane told me about that, I was like, okay, well, I guess I know what I'm not gonna play. Uh, yeah, and and, uh, and guess who's the only right-handed person in this entire call? Yeah, even if Zach were here, I'd love to hear his thoughts, because he's also left-handed. Yeah, and that's the, th and, and that's the thing, like, I, I wish I could comment about that, but I can't, because... I'm not left-handed. I'm not ambidextrous. I can, I like, the only thing I can do with my left hand that I can't with my right hand is snap. That's, that's it. The problem with the left-handed stuff is not just swinging the sword and the shield. Because that's general, that generally can be worked around due to the fact you're just switching your hands. That's fine. Um, the bigger problem comes from, weirdly enough, moving the camera and your character. Which forces you to switch the devices in your hands so that now your movement is on your right hand, which is supposed to be on your left hand, and then moving your camera is on the left hand, which is supposed to be on your right. So you have to switch, so in the words of the AVGA, you have to switch your, your hands around and get carpal tunnel. Yeah. No, but okay, whatever. It's, it's difficult. It, it's such a... It's such an inaccessible game, and, and and I'm sorry, guys. I think it's I I really I'm 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 stuck on this one. I don't like the fact that they made Link right-handed forcefully in that. I don't I don't think there was any reason they couldn't have included a left-handed mode to flip everything. Yeah, I that, that, that's that's where I'm at because I'm like, look, 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 look. Metroid Prime Hunters. Some people like it. Some people don't. It's kind of a rough game. But, you know, it was I, I thought it was fun in multiplayer. Okay? I liked it. Okay. I liked it in single player. Here's the dealio. Um, 
had a ton of different options for how to control the freaking... Yes. Like, it had left-handed option, right-handed option, and it had different modes, like, based off of... Like, they, they took the time to realize that, oh, right, left-handed people exist. Not uh, only that, they, had, they literally had options to let you play with no touchscreen at all. And, and I, 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 I think it's a little frustrating with Skyward Sword because, like, Link is a left-handed sword wielder, usually. He is because he's left-handed. He's been left-handed in every single prior Zelda game. Even in Wind Waker, he was left-handed. Even in the original Legend of Zelda, he's left-handed in artwork. Which, which you know what I also find funny about that? Is that I feel like... But Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks also had better options for left-handed people. Probably. Because because I remember this very specifically because um, the game asks you when you boot it up, are you right or left-handed? And you can switch this at any time, I believe. Um, but or it might be at the yeah, beginning of Yeah, Metroid Prime Hunters does the same thing. It's, 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 or, 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 or it might be at the beginning of a save file. I don't know. Regardless, it's an accessibility like, option. It's, it's yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, like, and like, Skyward Sword just doesn't have it. No, it, it really it doesn't, and and it's and it's one of the most frustrating things because like and, I, and my whole thing I, is like is like is like you you couldn't have just I, I can literally just switch which hand I'm holding this in it it's not that hard. Yeah, but like the other thing that kind of like like irks me the tiniest bit about um, Skyward Sword is the fact that like again I really love Skyward Sword's story and on popular opinion here I don't care I love the shit out of Fi. I love her so much. I do think Fi is a great character that gets overhated and the Navi treatment. I, I mean, hell, I think Navi's overhated. It's not Navi's fault. Hey! Listen! It's not Navi's hey! fault that the game is so tutorial. Listen! And, 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 and it's not it's not Fi's fault either. Like, like when it comes to Fi, I honestly... You aren't listening! She, Sorry. I, I thought I, it's fine. I thought Fi was a really compelling character, and like, and and God, I want to talk about one part really bad, but it's spoiler heavy as fuck, and I don't want to. Uh, God. Fi, Fi, and Navi are great characters from a story perspective. I don't think anyone would argue that. At least anyone with any kind of like I will. common decency. Let, you know, like, like, oh, like, here, like the last line that is said by Fi in Skyward Sword is the first time in so long that I think a video game has legitimately made me fucking cry. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding. I, I No shame I'm in this. great character. You're I a is. big I, baby is what you I, are. I cried like crazy when that game ended, and I was like, oh my god. Take, it was a good ending. Take, take thy sword from out my heart. It was... It, oh my god, but 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 ultimately you gave away I, the ending. But ultimately, I feel the like the podcast is ruined now. But, but ultimately, again, I feel like it's over. Uninstall to... from life. Uh, it, it's it's oh. overlooked due to the motion controls. Yeah, like, like a that's, lot of like, people were massively turned off by the motion controls, uh, which and, and I, I understand. I, I totally understand why. Like, I totally understand the per a person who just wants to. Sit down, hold a controller in their hands, and play a video game. You know, like I totally get that. Um, I really wish that there was a better way to do that too, even on the Switch version. Like, I really yeah, wish there's a I way don't... for your stupid. Fi I'm sorry, I'll, I'll stop. Uh... I, I, just, <laughs> I just don't feel like the game controls very well, even then. Yeah, like, even, I. Like, I just don't feel like that. There's not, like there's a there is there. Are, 
it, it at least feels like there's a half a second to a second delay of me pushing the analog stick down and the sword actually going off which yeah. i'm sorry in action games is inexcusable and, and i and I, I i feel the exact same way as you because like i was like hey skyward sword i remember really liking this game and then i and i bought the switch version and i played it for all of about an hour and then i was like i cannot get used to these controls and 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 i feel really bad about that because overall like it's a wonderful port of Skyward Sword. Like it, like it is. It is great that they even managed to make such a uniquely controlled game on anything that wasn't the Wii in general. But it didn't control uniquely. <laughs> but, but but like, it's it's just uh, it's, it's very hit or miss for, yes. for the person. Like like yes, does it work well for the Wii? Yeah. But does that mean it's fluid and and controls well? I don't really think so. I think that there's too much of a delay in like an action term. Like, yeah, it works for the Wii, but that was also like a decade ago. It didn't age well. Yeah. You didn't age. I'm sorry. I'll. I'll just... You said that like five minutes ago. I'll say it again. Look at but your face. Say... Have you seen yourself in the mirror lately? Yeah, I look goddamn gorgeous. Well, that's a lie. Fuck you, no it isn't. Anyway, uh, back to Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword's uh, story is wonderful. It I, is. I, do, it, I do love its story. It's a yeah. very, very good tale to uh, tell. Yeah. And, and like I said, it makes it all the more frustrating that because of the gameplay, I find it so much more difficult to recommend to people. It, yeah. it's, its story is amazing. It's one of my favorite stories in the entire Zelda series. But we'll say the Switch version is, hands down, the best version to play. Absolutely. Doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you have to play one You're version, the best version to- wait. If, if you have to play one version and you are able to play the Switch version, that, that is absolutely the version you should be going with. Um, speaking, speaking of accessibility options, uh, that one actually added several, which is pretty awesome. It did. Um, what were they again? Because uh, I don't remember them you, off you, the top of my head. You can, you can use button controls or you can use the motion controls. Yeah. And the motion controls were actually, like, patched and improved and made to work better with the gyroscopes. Yeah, because one of, because I feel like even with the Wii Motion Plus, the motion controls in Skyward Sword were still a little iffy. I, I, never, I never did enjoy the controls, mostly due to the fact that I just couldn't see anything on the screen when I was using them. My problem was always, like, when the game forced me to fall down a hole, I could never, for, I could never figure out what exactly they wanted me to do with my controller. And so I always just kind of, like, wagged the controller around until I moved in, like, a direction that sort of seemed like where I was supposed to go. And then it worked. Also, you just got poisoned to death. Yeah, I didn't, uh, it, the, I, I, I knew what was going to happen, but the game literally won't let you proceed unless you, uh, run into it like an idiot. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no, like, uh, like, ultimately, I would say that... It's a game that is best enjoyed through its story, not through its gameplay. It's one of those cases. But but that's kind of a problem when it's a video game and you're supposed to be playing it. You know, like... Uh, uh, you you're know, supposed it's... to be... Wait. Yes, that's that's what you said. I, I, I beat the entire thing. I, I beat the whole game. I... I, I oh, look who thinks just... he's clever, Dan. Uh, I, 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 I just... As you can game. see, everybody, Teddy is the superior Zelda gamer. 
I'm not the superior Zelda gamer. Not the superior uh, anything. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, I consider Zelda my favorite franchise mostly because Wind Waker is my favorite game. You said but Mass like, Effect was your favorite franchise. I said Mass Effect was my favorite sci-fi franchise. You said Alan Wake was your favorite franchise. I, said, I, I like I like flying around in the sky in, in Skyward Sword. You though, said Call of Duty was your favorite no, franchise. No, that no, that was very fun. Flying around on the loft wing was definitely one of the highlights, especially like when you got the controls down. It was just oh, it was so fun. You said fun. Mario was your favorite franchise. Oh my god. Um, but yeah. You said uh, Battlefield you know, was your favorite franchise. What's the next game, Cam? <laughs> the next game is. The 3DS spiritual successor to a Super Nintendo classic. We've got The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. Yes. I adore A Link Between Worlds so much. This, um, basically, guys, if you want... If I were to describe A Link Between Worlds in one sentence, it's... They took A Link to the Past and said, Let's make this like Zelda 1. And then they fucking did it. And it is glorious. It is, it is a glorious game of open world decisions, of doing things how you want to, in whatever fucking order you desire. It is awesome. It is. Um, I have a funny story, actually, regarding A Link Between Worlds. Um, like, haha uh, funny, or...? Well, well, not, well not, not haha funny. More like just more just a story in general. Um, at the time A Link Between Worlds came out, um, I had gotten that game for Christmas. This isn't funny was, at all. It was, it, and I went on vacation. You think and it was Christmas is funny? It was practically the only game I had to play for like a week straight, so I basically binged through the entire thing while on vacation, and I had a fucking blast doing it. Great game. You don't gotta say bad game. words about it. Uh, no, I, I, I like it a lot. Um, Watch your language I, I, on this podcast. I, you do realize that when I put this on Spotify, I have to title it as explicit because of you, right? Uh, my apologies. Um, I do think also that A Link Between Worlds uh, is, is a game that I think basically pays respects to a lot of what old classic Zelda fans loved about games like, you know, the original and A Link to the Past. And not only that, but uh, the open nature, you know, the open nature of the gameplay makes it, I'd say, probably the first extremely non-linear Zelda title since probably A Link to the Past? That game's not non-linear. A Link to the Wa. I mean, a link, the, a link to the past is linear. In the later half, it kind of becomes less linear, is what no. I'm saying. Like, like it was okay. Then let me rephrase. <laughs> Are you guys gonna argue about this? You literally need to follow a specific direction in the link to the past. It's a linear game. Then let me rephrase it. It was the first Zelda game since A Link to the Past, which allowed you to do dungeons out of order. And also, I believe I, that's I, a fair point, Kane. I actually don't know. I cannot confirm or deny that. It might, it, it might have been possible in either the Oracle games or Link's Awakening. I'm not sure, but that's the one that I remember the most. Um, but uh, I do think also that the whole uh, merging with the walls as a painting mechanic was a great mechanic, and it's one that I'm actually kind of angry more games haven't used. 
it's a pretty awesome mechanic. It's uh, so I, cool. I loved using it. Like, it was it was great. Um, not only that, but I also kind of liked uh, how you weren't really stuck looking for bombs or arrows anymore, and every single item was tied to your magic meter. Yeah, it really painted a good picture for how this game for how this game flows. Good one, Kane. Thank you. Yeah, I was I wasn't even gonna acknowledge it, and he he did it anyway. Uh... Um, but yeah, like I I think A Link Between Worlds is honestly like a very 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 good Zelda game. Um, I don't know if I would say I like it more than A Link to the Past, um, but I definitely it's definitely close. It's a, it is a fantastic game. Definitely. It is. It is. I I, I don't want to like, like try to pit the two against each other because it's I don't think want... the point of pitting them against. I each do. Other. Mortal Kombat. Right now. Let's go. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 that is a different I'm franchise, Teddy Savage. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, just once again, it's it's a it's a point of what do you like? Do you like Ocarina of Time style? Goes a link to the past. Do you like open world? Go with a link between worlds. There you yeah. go. Uh, and I honestly feel like it's a game that I would really like to be off of the 3DS and on the Switch. I think it would. I think it. I think honestly, like uh, that would be one other Zelda port I wouldn't mind because honestly, I I love it. it. Like, and it's been like what? Um, it's God. It's been almost ten years since that game came out. Uh. Uh. But yeah, like it's. I I love A Link Between Worlds. I think it's uh, like for. For a, a return to the traditional style of Zelda gameplay, I really don't think you could have done much better. Pretty excellent. Yeah. Um, I do think... Like, it, it's hard for me, honestly, to even think about things that I don't like about A Link Between Worlds. Like, 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 like trying really to... Why does everyone look like toys? Like, 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 trying to think about things that I don't... How dare they! Like, trying to think about things that I don't like in A Link Between Worlds is like asking me to choose what I don't like about a birthday cake. Like, it's it's a birthday cake. I, it's, you know what? It, it, it you know what? If it, what if it's flavored like lemon? I would like that. I, I hate like lemon frosting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one kind of cake. Do not make me a lemon cake. I'll be really upset. <laughs> okay, what is it, Cade? I do have one complaint with Link Between Worlds. Um, what is it? I did not like how fragmented the Dark World was. Yes! Uh, the darkness is always fragmented. I didn't really so, like that either. So to explain my point a little bit, in A Link to the Past, both worlds are just solid worlds. As long as you knew where to go, you just walked there. But the thing with A Link Between Worlds is that you need to go to specific portals in the light world in order to get to certain areas in the dark world. Yeah. Because the dark world is split by, like, giant chasms of nothing. Yeah. Of eternal darkness. Whereas, whereas in A Link Between, in A Link to the Past, it was really just as simple as pulling out that mirror and you could travel back and forth, like, pretty much flawlessly. Exactly, that's what I mentioned. Like it, it's it's just easier because it's just one big world that you went around. But yeah, I, I, that's I, the I, one I, complaint that I have against the link between worlds. Yeah, I, I also will say that I didn't really like the method of upgrading your gear as much. But I I feel like I might be in the minority on that. I loved it. Like, like I, I, I didn't exactly hate it. I think my mate, like, were you able to see, like, how many were left in each specific region? 
I believe so, yes. Okay, then, then maybe my complaint isn't valid, because, like, I, I remember having an easy time... Don't worry, Ted, all your complaints are always invalid. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was a joke. Um... That is a joke. Anyway, um... But, you know, like, I, I think the link between worlds, honestly, is really... It's great. It, like, it, it, is, it is one of the best love letters to a classic stage of a franchise that I've ever seen. Um, and 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 it and it, it works damn near flawlessly. I I would highly recommend it if you. Yeah, could play but it. all the characters look like toys, and I, as a pretentious son of a bitch, <laughs> I'm going to complain about this because it is more important than acknowledging the game is actually good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, yeah, that's uh. Yeah, um, I, I do, uh, I do think that, like, if they made another game in the style of A Link Between Worlds, I honestly would really love it, um, but I don't know if they'll ever do that. Alright, so what's the next game, Kane? The next game is a game that is the swan song for an entire console. It's time to talk about Triforce Heroes. I'm out, I played an hour, didn't like it. I'm out. Triforce Heroes. Yeah. It's the multiplayer spiritual successor on the 3DS to Four Swords. Oh. Yep. I didn't even... See, see, Kane, I don't even know what that is. So, I'd never heard of it. Good? I wish it was better. Well, um, don't we... Okay. Don't we all... This is, this is a game where I agree that it's okay, because my, my issue with Triforce Heroes is that I feel like the mechanics are confusing. Like, Four Swords is really easy to grasp. Like, I could, I could give someone Four Swords on a GBA who has never played a Zelda game before in their life, and they would have no problem picking it up. Yeah. Triforce Heroes is confusing in terms of some of its mechanics to the point where it's you actually have to like stop your forward momentum and be like okay who has to pick up who to make the correct totem so we can hit the stupid eye switches who has to put like, the thing on the thing do it put the yeah, thing on the thing the things the here the, the, the things we have the da 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 now imagine doing that during a boss fight yeah and, and, I, and I think that's the main reason why I didn't like it was because I, I saw the trailers, and I knew that it was mostly designed around a multiplayer system. And I was like, okay, but maybe single-player will be okay. And I did not like playing single-player in that game whatsoever. Yeah, the game's not designed for it. I know, but I was like, maybe it'll be fine. And then I was like, it okay, was like... Or sort, if you if you want a good multiplayer Zelda game that's actually that actually has a single player campaign, you play Four Swords Adventures on the GameCube because that's good for that. Yeah, because it's actually fully and well designed to do that. But Triforce Heroes is not. They they might as well have not have included a single player campaign. It's that bad. Yeah, that that's about it. And and that's and that's pretty and that's like that's pretty much how I feel about it. And and you I also wish... played it incorrectly in that case. I, I didn't play it incorrectly. I played in the way that I was able to because nobody else I knew had a 3DS, nor did they have a copy of Triforce Heroes. Which so is I was incorrectly. Like it's a uh, multiplayer game. You cannot judge that game based on its bad single-player campaign. 
I mean, you can. I, I totally can. Single player sucks. I'm sorry. Look, like, like I know. I, 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 I know. I know. I had a bad experience because I played it not in the way that it was intended to be played. But oh my god, I didn't like it. Yeah, it shouldn't have been there. I really don't understand why they didn't just remove the single-player campaign altogether. It like, is like, 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 it's like, weird for you to say that, Kane. I know. And that's like, 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 okay, like, okay, Teddy, I need you to stop for a minute because I need to ask Josh a very specific question. Go ahead, go ahead. Have you seen anything of the single-player campaign for Triforce Heroes? As a question for you, Josh, by the way. Wait, what? Have you seen anything of the single-player campaign for Triforce Heroes? No, because I didn't know... I, I think I would know this. Exactly. I didn't know it was a thing. So, let me tell you why this single-player is so bad. Not only is this game specifically designed around multiplayer, but, you, but this game gets around that by... You throw Link's soul around three bodies. So you oh! So you have to no. up, You have to pick up empty husks and throw them onto platforms and then switch his soul to the other body to move it around to to a platform and then switch his soul to another body to go activate a different switch. That's what the single player campaign is. That sounds gross. Triforce Heroes. It's it, disgusting. It, it, it is gross and and I and I will fully admit, as my only experience with that game, that is why I have such a bad taste for it. But it's not like I could really... I, like, I don't know if I could even convince anybody to play it with me nowadays. Okay, well then, we'll, we'll have to play it at some at some point. Back then, I couldn't get jack shit. I couldn't get anybody. So, so when it, so like, yeah, when I'm saying that the, that the single-player campaign is worthless, oh god. Yeah, that is that 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 sounds pretty fucking worthless. Um, pretty and, bad. Yeah. Um, ultimately, but, but I will say because I definitely wanted to talk about this, it still had a lot of really cool concepts. I really enjoyed the costumes. I thought the costumes and fashion were really awesome. Every different costume had its own special ability. It it had its own reason for going into different levels. Like, there's a lot of really neat multiplayer puzzles. Like, the game itself is not terrible. It's really fun when you have a group of three people to really play with. It, 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 it's just really the, the, like, the totem stuff is confusing, and especially in boss fights, it's difficult. But, like, it is an enjoyable, fun multiplayer experience with friends. It's just way more confusing than it should be. And, and ultimately, I feel like that is also, it is... Probably one of the least accessible Zelda games, given your situation, because if you're like, because if you're like me and you didn't have anybody to play it with, you're basically playing a neutered version of the game. You so, are. So, which is, so why, which is why I don't think they should have put it in at all. So, so, focus it on multiplayer. So, so, like, ultimately, like, if if you have a, a couple of friends who have the game and you want a good, fun multiplayer Zelda game. You can, you can, you know, you can play it, and you can have a lot of fun, but do not, I repeat, do not 
buy the game with the intention of playing it single player. It is fucking atrocious. Yeah, it's not not very good. Oh my god. Okay. Next game. The next game. Oh no. Oh, what is it? Is this what I think it is? The Legend of Zelda. The newest game in the series. The one that revolutionized... Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Um, Hyrule Warriors? You know what? Hyrule Warriors is not on this list. Let's talk Hyrule let's, Warriors. Let's talk Hyrule Warriors. Warriors. Because that's an amazing game. That game's uh, fucking awesome. That is. Um, I, I adore Hyrule Warriors. Um... I, I, I love, like, and it's funny because I didn't even know the Warriors series existed until that game came out. And, and really? I was, yeah, I didn't. Um, You're weird. I was, anyway, I, uh, yeah, Hyrule Warriors, I really, really wound up liking it. I, I was, like, it was a fun, arcadey, you know, Warriors style game done with the Legend of Zelda characters, and it was really good. Like, yeah. Remember, uh, I actually saw your review, uh, while I was at an event or something, I was in a hotel room and you uploaded that. I was like, "Oh wait, I just realized he's never re reviewed a Zelda game before." And, and yeah, I was like, of all the ones to choose for my first time was freaking Hyrule Warriors, but <laughs> I really liked it and the and the you know the the villainess and uh, she uh, yeah, I, I uh, she's got I, big fat she's got big fat massive titties and she looks she looks adorable. So I, I, I um she um. Oh. So I, uh, I don't, really I, I have no, I don't know if I can fight her. You know, it's, it was one of those things. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can fight I, I, her. I, I, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> continue. Okay. <laughs> what I really appreciate about Hyrule Warriors is that they definitely tried to, uh, implement a lot of Zelda stuff into it. So it wasn't, so it didn't feel extensively just Dynasty Warriors. They had Definitely, a couple yeah. of extra puzzle elements. They had like a lot of they they, they like for like they, they had a lot of like control optimizations. Like you could pick do you wanna play do you wanna play with Zelda controls or Dynasty Warriors controls? And that was awesome. Yeah, I I actually really liked that because at the time that I uh that I, you know, uh got that game I was basically knee deep into Wind Waker and uh, and that was like my frame of reference for controls. So I was like, oh hey, I can change the controls. This is awesome. Yeah. See, I played it with with Warriors controls, but I was and much more familiar was much more familiar, especially at the time, with Dynasty Warriors than I was Zelda. So, yeah. the, the, but again, having the option was great. Yeah. I, the, fact that, the fact that it's there in general is awesome. And uh, and uh, can I talk for a second? About how, uh, about how, it is. It, it's very amusing to me that of all the out of all the Zelda games on the Wii U, that is the only one so far that's been ported to Switch. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I, I find that very amusing. I mean, don't be wrong. I love. I have the Wii U version, but yep. Uh... I, I, lo I, have I love. All three I love, versions. I I only have the Wii U version and the Switch version, and I think I put significantly more time into the Switch version. Um, I. I'm I'm sorry. I'm the guy. I have I I, I the, the Wii U version is the only one for me. I don't I don't like the other versions. Fair enough. I I I haven't played the other versions. I had no reason to get it. Why Why would I like? Like 
my my issue with the updated versions is super Dumb. um what, what 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 how do I, how do I put this petty I guess so dumb. Got it. Uh... They, they locked all of the DLC characters behind Adventure Mode, and I hated that. At least they were in there and they weren't, like, DLC. I would have rather them been DLC. Really? I, yes. Weird. Because I, I... because I don't like Adventure Mode. I Which... don't like Adventure Mode. Which, which is... I, I can kind of understand that. Which is weird. Because, like... Like, like, cause like, I already put like a hundred fucking hours into Hyrule Warriors on the Wii U, and I already went through a bunch of adventure mode, and now it's like, do you wanna, uh, do you wanna unlock these characters that you've already been playing for dozens of hours? Go through adventure mode. Yeah, and and I do think that was a massive fail for not including a save transfer option. Um, I actually have a friend, uh, or, or we don't talk much anymore, but uh, at the time. So you uh, don't have a friend. Well, no, we'll. we'll Go on. Anyway, um, at the time we still talked, uh, I was like, hey, you're gonna get, uh, Hyrule Warriors on Switch? And she was like, no, because I already put in so much time on the Wii U version and, and there's no save transfer option. I'm like, fair, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Like, if, if I could have transferred my, my file and they would have just had the DLC characters unlocked without having to go through adventure mode, I would have been fine. Yeah, no, I I totally get that, and and I and I get why that that, that is absolutely a pain in the goddamn ass. Um, the other thing that I I actually really liked about Hyrule Warriors, and this is just me, is that like, <laughs> I I think it was kind of the precursor to why I started liking Dead Rising out of all things, because I just realized that like games that put fodder type enemies on the screen and are like, hey, kill all these things, are games that I happen to really enjoy. So, yeah. Um, I like I liked it a lot for that reason. It was it it was it was a really weird like Zelda like power trip in a weird way. Yeah, I get that. And not only that, but like it had by far the most playable characters out of any I guess Zelda game ever made. Well, yeah, because it's the only one that actually has multiple playable characters in that kind of light. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's like any other Zelda game that ever had any like other playable characters to my knowledge anyway which is a supreme missed opportunity by the yeah. way yeah i agree uh but my, my my biggest my biggest complaint with adventure mode to be perfectly honest with you is and always will be it's just fucking tedious like it just feels like content for the sake of content it feels like bloat yeah i kind of get you on that one I personally liked it because at the time that I had a Switch, I was really desperate for shit to just grind on that console, and Hyrule Warriors was basically the answer to that for me. So it's all, it's all grinding. Is Adventure Mode is just grinding and challenge runs, and I'm just not down for that. I, uh, I'm down for the story, and I want to play through and have a fun time with that kind of stuff and doing doing challenges, especially with how big and, and how many adventure maps there are now. Like. Like, it wasn't even just the fact that they put all the characters behind Adventure Mode. It was that they put them behind all of the maps in Adventure Mode. Yeah, that was kind of a pain in the ass. It's so obnoxious! I, I do also think, and, and this, is, this is just a personal thing for me, but as somebody who really likes trying to 100% games, the fact that I got practically nothing out of doing that... Hmm... It hits. 
it hits like a fucking train. At least it wasn't a big old pile of golden poop. Yeah, that, uh... That is a segue opportunity. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> I know yeah. what's coming up next. Oh, Welcome boy. to the world of Breath of the Wild. Kane, why don't you start us off, because you got oh. some words. Oh, my God. Some words! Breath of the Wild is the Zelda game that everyone knows about now. It is the household... It is the new Ocarina of Time. It is the game that has created brand new Zelda fans across the globe. And you know what? Despite anything I'm going to say, I think that that's worth appreciating. That no matter no matter anyone's opinions on Kane, all of Kane, these Kane, games, Kane, Kane, Kane. you can't appreciate things on the internet. We've been over this. I'm just I'm just so happy that there's a lot of new Zelda fans. Like that's so awesome. It's great. And the game itself is excellent. It is a very very well constructed game. Its mechanics function very well. It it, it has a massive world to explore full of tons of secrets and just everything to find and use all of these new mechanics for and the the open world was done in just such honestly breath of the wild probably has one of the best open worlds i've ever seen in gaming period in terms of the way that they set up your mechanics to let you have a playground breath of the wild is one of the best it it is a wonderful open world game that definitely, I think the nice thing about Breath of the Wild is that unlike other open world games, it really does push your gameplay experience as the open world instead of like questing. You're playing Breath of the Wild because you want to play Breath of the Wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you play Elder Scrolls because you want a story and you want a roleplay. But you play Breath of the Wild because it has that gameplay open world to it. And I think that that is, that is, that makes, that makes Breath of the Wild pretty unique in terms of its open world, I think. Now, all that being said... <laughs> I have my own personal issues with Breath of the Wild quite a bit. I I felt very alienated by its difficulty. Uh, I think that I think similar to Ocarina of Time, the breath a lot of Breath of the Wild fans can be very toxic towards people who who have opinions about this kind of thing. You can't have opinions on the internet. And I think it's just unfair to not listen to people who have just like just honest complaints. You can't have complaints and, on the internet. Things that you wish would be. Zelda has generally been pretty accessible, with the exception of the Wii games and Breath of the Wild. And I think that that and I think that Breath of the Wild is the least accessible and most alienating Zelda game that's been created. And I just wish there was more options to allow more people to play this game comfortably without feeling like you're getting laughed at or feeling like you're being made fun of by the community because that's that's what feels like happens all the time 
if, if you if you say any negative words about Breath of the Wild, you are accused of being a bad gamer or just a nitpicker or, or just a nitpicker or or worse. It's like or people can have worse. legitimate complaints about things, guys. I think I think y'all need to calm down. Nobody's going to calm the... down, Kane. We're not here I to just... be calm and rational. We're here to yell at you because you don't like something as much as we like it. Sums it up pretty well. I know. I'm very good at this. I've been around a long, long enough to know how this works. Okay. Yeah. But I get your and I, and I get what you're saying because honestly, I'll be real. When I first heard what Breath of the Wild was, myself personally, with the way I play games and the way, what kind of games I like to play, you couldn't have made me less interested if you tried. Yeah. yeah. I don't like wandering, freaking looting nonsense i don't i don't like it i don't like it it's yeah it, it, it drives me nuts and uh and that is basically the, like that's basically like 85 percent of what breath of the wild is yeah and everyone's like oh my god i get to wander around and craft stuff and like no 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 i don't want to craft anything can i can i say my own piece about breath of the wild never sure go so ahead. so okay so here's the thing as I mentioned before, I need to be in a very specific mood to play Ocarina. I get oh, that like same a cool exact... Oh, like a cool Ocarina? I get that same exact feeling when I am playing Breath of the Wild. I... My main issue with Breath of the Wild, and this is just something that I kind of feel is an issue with certain other games, but it, it kind of carries over into this as well. I don't like the story. I think the story is a bunch of bland, garbagey nonsense, and you couldn't pay me to give a shit about what's going on. Now, the characters, the characters, I will say, are mostly excellent. Most of them are fine. It's the story itself that I have a problem with. And I, and, 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 and that's, like, one of the things that pisses me off is because, like, even the Zelda games that I didn't really like the gameplay, I love the story. Skyward Sword is an example. I love the story. Uh, Wind Waker fucking amazing story you know uh ocarina of time great story majora's mask great story breath of the wild story doesn't do anything to entice me to play the game further to figure out what is going on i i honestly don't understand what you mean yeah i actually disagree heavily with that too um okay. i think the story okay. is probably the better part of the game uh okay, okay. So, so here's 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 my issue is that is that i I'm trying to find the right way to compare this. Use your words! Okay, so... Speak thusly! So... With like pronunciation said, and syllables! Like I said, the characters are fine. And the character stories themselves, like, the, the actual, like, character stories, like, the, the arcs that you see in, like, the flashbacks between Link and the four champions, as well as Link and Zelda, are great. It's the actual story that the game presents as motivation for you to go forward and proceed on your journey that i say anything uh, how does it not say anything i could i couldn't be more clear i was fight. waiting i was waiting for the fight this whole podcast i knew something I just, at I some confused. point what do you mean like okay i don't give a shit about the story 
Like, okay. Yeah, we got that, but that's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna stop you right now because I'm just gonna say something right now. It is not a secret that Calamity Ganon is attacking Hyrule Castle. Yes. So say it. <laughs> <laughs> But, but that's not what I'm talking about. Like, see, I'm trying to find a, a, a way to explain why I don't like this, and it's difficult for me. Because you, do you even? Ganon is attacking Hyrule, and you have to stop him. Like, I, like, it's I... really not that different from a lot of other Zelda games. I don't. We. Uh, that's the problem. We don't understand. Hey, do you not understand why you don't like the story? Is that the issue that I'm getting here? Like, 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 kind of. I, 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 I it just wasn't as interesting to me. Like, it was. I didn't care about what was going on i i was like yeah i'm wandering around an open world and i'm going to you know uh to find you know the lost souls of these four champions you know who died 100 years ago protecting the castle and protecting my life it, and and i totally get that okay, well that wasn't known <laughs> i just didn't like God the story <laughs> i yeah but but why i don't know Neither like do it. we. You you've been talking this whole time, and I don't get it. Like I I, I, I am so confused as to it, like it basically it just sounds like you don't care about the fact that there is a story. It's not that. It, I I don't think that's my main issue. I think it's the fact that the story doesn't feel as important to me. If that makes sense. I think it's kind of cripplingly important to the rest of the series. Like I would, I'll, I'll give it this. Skyward, uh, not Skyward. Uh, well, that too. But, uh, <laughs> but um, Breath of the Wild story is, is 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 massively important to the rest of the entire series of Zelda. Like, I mean, it's very relevant. I mean, honestly, if it was, I wasn't seeing it because I, I just, I didn't care about what was going on. Kane, back me up, okay? I, I, <laughs> I, I. I... He makes no sense to me right now. Oh, okay, good. I, I cannot make heads or tails of anything that he is saying. Well, I'm Honestly, glad we established I, that. I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on you, Teddy, but, like, you don't make any sense right now. I, I cannot make heads or tails of what you're talking about. Because you haven't given any reasons for it. Like, I, like, I guess... You, I, you, have, I, you, have given, you have given us about as much direction as Ocarina of Time did back in 1998. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I, I. I. think. I think I can pinpoint why it is that it frustrates me. Is because, in all the other Zelda games, I had a desire to continue the story and to find out more about my surroundings, and I had a desire to, you know, defeat the ultimate enemy at the end. I don't get that with Breath of the Wild, and I think. Breath of the Wild's thing is to let you do what you want. If you're not interested in going after Ganon, then don't go after Ganon. That's your choice. I, and I know, but then the problem is when you do that, like, what I was doing was doing the shrines. And I was like, okay, this is cool. But then after, like, the first 15 shrines, I was like, okay, this is getting really repetitive. And then after that, I was just like, I... I not to mention... I didn't like I the dungeon. the story. Uh, but I... Uh, I, like, I this also, is a fascinating I, discussion, by the way. Uh, I'm sorry. I, but, but also, like, I, I don't like the dungeons. 
I, 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 I don't... Well, I will agree with you on that. I don't like the dungeons either. They're so disappointing compared like to the, the previous games. Like, each dungeon in past Zelda games had, like, a unique look. It had a unique feel. It felt like you were in a different place from another dungeon. Here, every single dungeon feels the same. You're inside a giant animal machine. Like, it's, 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 it's not... It's not something that I liked. And then on top of it, I also agree with Kane in the aspect of I normally play Zelda games for a very chill experience, and the opening hours of Breath of the Wild are some of the most grueling and bullshit moments in any single Zelda game that I've ever played. Yeah, I, I the first five hours, like that that's 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 what that's what I was mentioning earlier with difficulty is like the game is just like right out of the gate. It doesn't feel like an adventure game. It feels like you're playing a like a survival game. Like, and 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 I and I I just I don't like that. Like 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 one of the reasons I did the shrines in particular was because I had to in order to get more hearts uh, hearts because uh, heart pieces of heart and heart containers aren't a thing in that game. Yep, spirit orbs now. Yeah, well, I, unless you beat one of the temple's bosses, then it gives you that. Um. And then, like, I don't know, it just, it, it doesn't feel like, I know I'm going to get a ton of shit for saying this, it doesn't feel like a good Zelda game to me. Well, to be fair, it was designed to be different. Yeah, yeah. I know. But, but, but what it did different, I didn't like. You're making me want to play it more now, because you hate, you, I never heard someone complain this much about it, actually. Like, even Kane, Kane said a lot of stuff to me in the past over it. And you're just like, I've never heard anyone complain about the story, not one time. Yeah, like, like ultimately, I just. I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, no one here is gonna judge you. I'm just like floored by this stuff, uh, this issue you've had. Like, and and I totally get. I'm probably like a very unique case. It's oh, I I assure you, you are. I. Like, there was, like, there like was... you're you're even a more unique case than me. Congrats. Like, there was, there was something that I didn't like about Breath of the Wild in the way that it told its story that bothered me. And, 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 and still, what's bothering me more is that I can't quite put my finger on what it is. And, and, and you, you know, you know, no, it's not even that. I was going to say, like, another issue I kind of have is that each prior Zelda game had a lot of really fun and unique supporting characters, but in Breath of the Wild, the supporting characters really aren't seen that much. Because most of the time is spent out in the open world doing stuff. And again, the point! <laughs> I get it. But I also just... God, I... I, I feel so weird. Because, like, I... I, I Did you I, not I... expect this not that I didn't expect this, it's that, like, I didn't expect to not really be able to explain why I don't like the game that much. We've been at this for three hours! I figured you would have thought of something by now! Well, I, I, I know, but, like, but, like, I, but Kane basically highlighted the points that I made, and then when well, I was like, I like, no, but, but because he made good points and I didn't want to copy him, so I was like, oh, <laughs> I also don't like the story, and then people got confused to go, like, what do you mean you don't like the story? I'm like, I'm trying to explain, but I don't know how. 
I mean, were you just making that point to be original? Because that's no. not necessary. No, I wasn't. Like, that was a genuine thing. I don't find the story in Breath of the Wild that interesting. And now, I, but, but then, like, now that you're like, elaborate, I'm like, I... As it turns out, when you make when you make a, especially counter, you know you know a, a, a point that is that is that um, sorry excuse me disassociates from the norm, yeah, people expect you to back it up with some kind of reasoning, yeah, uh, which you're not doing. I think that's that's kind of the issue where we're like, okay, that's I mean it's it's fine, but we want to know why. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Um, like, I, I didn't great? care about the, I, I, I didn't care about the threat. I didn't care about progressing the story. Oh, well, you're not the hero of Hyrule at all, are you? You don't even care if Ganon destroys everything. Uh, but like, that's the thing is that despite this Ganon isn't even regular Ganon. This is Calamity Ganon. And yet, I find him far less interesting than practically every single other version of Ganon that we've had in every other Zelda game. Like, okay, he's a okay, so I'm gonna stop you. Oh, uh, no. You kind of fucking led with that, because that makes way more sense than the last 20 to 30 minutes of anything you've said. Okay. <laughs> like, that is another issue. It's like, it's Ganon. He's the big monster. Ooh, it's like, even in the games when you were fighting Ganon, he had character, and he had, like, more of a purpose to be there. Calamity Ganon is just a giant fucking monster, and it's like... He's not supposed to be, like, this big threatening thing. He, or, he's not supposed to be this big, like, or... Man, now I'm fucking up my words. <laughs> Look what you've done, Ted. But, like, but, like, that was my main problem, is, like, I, like, he's just a big monster. And in the previous games, even when he was Ganon, he had character, and he had reasoning behind his actions. Meanwhile, in the case of Calamity Ganon, it's just he wants to destroy everything. Yeah, that's usually what Ganon wants to do. Well, yeah, but like, but, but, the, but no, not always, because if you look at a game... Well, okay, I mean, no, but like, I, do I really have to go back to Wind Waker again? Because I will. I mean, didn't he? No, he wanted he wanted to unflood the world so that he could not only give people Hyrule back, he also wanted to rule over it. So yes, his actions were evil, but you understood it because they took his home away from him. They took everyone's home away from them because they deemed that is the only viable way of sealing him away. Because he's evil! <laughs> I know, but he had more of a reasoning behind his actions, and he had more of a personality. So, so... So I will, I'll be real with you, Teddy, on this one, because here's, here's why I wrongly disagree with you. You don't like Ganon. I don't like Calamity Ganon. Ganon, no, you, I like. No, no, no you no, don't like you Ganon. Don't like, you don't like Ganon. You like Ganondorf. And Wind Waker is wrong. That is Ganondorf, not Ganon. You like Ganondorf. I mean, I like... Ganondorf is the Gerudo King... The guy who rules the Gerudo, who is an intelligent person, an intelligent being, capable of strategy, capable of emotion, capable of being... Capable of speaking? <laughs> speaking. He is a normal person. But, but, uh, but, 
But here's the thing, I also liked Ganon in A Link to the Past. I liked him more there. Like, even there, I he felt like- He still a monster in A Link to the Past. Well, yes, but he wasn't just, Urgh, I want to destroy everything. Like, he had more of a personality and a character. Like, he wasn't just this giant beast that had no motivation but to basically destroy everything. He had actual reasoning behind his actions, and his reasoning wasn't just, Oh, destroy everything around me, there you go. He wanted to make, he, in A Link to the Past... You're questioning a major part of the lore. You realize that, right? What do you mean? Do like, it. I, 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 I brought you in because you're, you're a bigger Zelda fan than me, and I can't believe I had to I preach know. to you. Okay, look, you're I, killing I, I me, man. I get it. I, 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 I get it. Ganondorf You is... played Skyward Sword, didn't you? Yes, I, I get it. And, and yeah, and, and yes, he was I mean, also... An... I mean, hell, you know, that's a good fucking point. Um, <laughs> Ganon, Ganon, the monster, is probably closer to freaking Demise. Yeah? Demise just wanted to fucking kill everything! That's yeah. Demise's thing! Yeah. Didn't really like him that much. I thought Girahim was far more an interesting of a villain. The like, I... intrigue for Demise was not his motivation. The intrigue to Demise was the world he was from and what he represents. Yes, and also, again, character and personality. Yes, but, but, Ted! Ted, Ganon is is a continual like reincarnation of the demise construct. I get it. I just in Calamity Ganon's case, it didn't interest me at all. Like, despite the fact that he's canonically probably one of the most powerful versions of Ganon ever, I didn't care about him. Well, he didn't care about you. He evidently did take, take that. Uh, I I don't know. I I, I it's, it's I, I man. I'm so glad I invited you now because now I feel weird because I'm like like I'm defending this game. I like I cause, like it, it's not my style, but like I'm not gonna you know dog the story. I mean there are stories like I understand. Okay, okay, Ted, I follow you. I follow you in the logic that you know you're not interested because it's just a scary big scary monster. Okay, 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 fine. Problem. Um, this has been a repeated, constant theme in the whole of Zelda! Yeah, and I, and, and, and I agree with that. But even when it was a repeating, constant theme in the rest of the Zelda series, like, hell, even when he was just the big, scary monster, like, like, in other, like, in the other games, like, there was more to him than just being a big, scary monster. There was more even in the games that he was in you do realize that in many of the games, when you fight Ganondorf, he becomes Ganon, right? Yes. I agree. I, I am well aware and, uh, of that. And Ganon's a big, scary monster. I am well aware of like, that. Actually, Ocarina of Time does this exact thing. I, I know. Ocarina of Time does that. But in Ocarina of Time, before he becomes the big, scary monster, you get to see an actual, like... Yes, because he was Ganondorf, the friggin' king of the Gerudo. Well, I mean, and then in that instance, like... And then when he turned into Ganon, he lost all of that. Yeah, he was, he was, like, 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 Ganondorf was, again, the reincarnation, but he was reincarnated as a Gerudo. Yeah. So he was holding in this, you know, 
the, you know, that's why he wanted to take over the world because he still held the the, the, the will of demise. Yeah, and but, uh, but and, and I and to be honest, I don't know why it doesn't bother me as much in Ocarina of Time. I mean, it sounds like you just kind of explained it that you just don't like Ganon. But that's not the case because I like him in A Link to the Past. That Ganon is still a big monster who's hell bent on destroying shit. Well, yeah, he was literally just resurrected to kill Link. Well, yes, and, and for this very sole purpose, actually, yes. Well, I, uh, I, I know, I, I know, but also, like, he also had ulterior motives. Like, he wanted to reshape the world and basically create this alternate dimension in his own in his own liking. You know. <laughs> what a what a long-winded say! I just want to destroy everything. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah, whenever an evil villain says I want to reshape the world, they mean I first I need to blow everything up. That's that's how that works. Like every I mean, he, single I, time. That's. I mean, he. I mean, like he did transform basically all the denizens of that dimension into into horrific, scary monsters. He definitely did that because he's a monster. Look, Ted, I'm not I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm just like. No, I, 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 I know, I'm, I'm like, I'm getting annoyed with myself because I feel like I wasted like 30 minutes simply saying I don't like Calamity Ganon and that's why I don't like the story as much. You just don't like Ganon. Ganon is a monster. Ganon is a monstrous being. Like, I, 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 and, and I will fully admit, I... He's resurrected properly. He's still a monstrous being. Oh yeah, and, and like, and I fully admit that's one reason why I, I, I like Ganondorf more is because he, he's a lot more of an actual character and he's... He's charismatic, and he's snarky, and he's an asshole. Like, when I think of Ganon, I don't necessarily think of the monster. I think of Ganondorf. Yes, because you don't like Ganon. Yes. And, and, and by the way, just throwing it out there, um, I actually feel like I quite disagree that Calamity Ganon is just a monster. Yeah, I don't really agree with that either. Can you explain? Maybe you're seeing something I don't. He has a level of intelligence. He's not one, just... One word, dude. One word. Guardians. <laughs> right? Okay, you do are, have me there. Are you gonna address that one, good sir? Yeah, uh... Turning, you know, turning all the technology in Hyrule that was supposed to guard them against them was, was very intelligent. Demise um, always had some level of intelligence. Yeah. yeah. And like, and like, especially Demise like, was very intelligent. Like, yeah, I mean, like, 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 he did not become the the like the ruler of that dimension, with, but from nothing. No, he didn't, and and I I don't doubt he did. I like I I like I don't I don't even hate Demise in Skyward Sword. It's just I I like Girahim more. I thought he was more interesting. And then like, Girahim the... is just there more. Yeah. More part of the point for that, I feel like. Yeah, like, I think that also is kind of another reason why I liked him more, just because he's fucking there more. Like, like he, he's, he's, he follows Link's... He's there for the majority of the plot. Yeah, he stalks Link like an asshole, and like... And, and, just, I, and, just, and just, just to preface this for anyone wondering why I know all this stuff, I do read the Zelda stories. Just because I don't like the games doesn't mean... All the games doesn't mean I don't, I'm not interested in the stories. Yeah, and, and and I also and like and I also think like one of the other reasons I I kind of like Gearhead more was because I found him really creepy, like a lot more creepy than Demise was. Like like something about Gearhead and like the way he personal space all the fucking time. <laughs> he, he, he is like in the very first dungeon, he's like, 
he gets like right up in your face and he's like, I won't kill you, no. I'll just beat you within an inch of your life. And then he does the fucking kiss tongue thing and I'm like, ah, oh, get away. Yeah, he never does stops doing that tongue thing and it's like, can you, can you, can you not? Uh, it's just, it's creepy as shit. And I'm like, get away from me, you perverted fuck. Like, it just, ugh. I, 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 but, but at, like, Again, at the end of the day, I totally realize I'm probably in the minority here. And in fact, I, I definitely know I'm in the minority. The big thing, the big, the big, the, the big problem I have with it, I have with it, Ted, is that is that you're a Zelda fan, but you're you're, you're taking an issue with, with the games that like the, the entire point of literally almost every single Zelda game, is to is to prevent the continuing reincarnation, of demise, aka Ganon, aka Ganondorf, from taking an, over and or destroying the world. Every. Single. Time. And I think With maybe... And, and I, and I, and honestly, I think maybe the main reason why I... Yeah, I could explain my reasoning why, but spoilers, so... I do, I do think that at the very least, Teddy, I think you have a point. With, yes, I agree, Calamity Ganon is far less interesting as a villain in terms of a pure story, I get you, but I also don't think that that is, that's not Breath of the Wild's point. It isn't. Breath of the Wild, Breath, Breath of the Wild's point is to be an open world game first and foremost. I, and I, and I get that, and I, and I think that is just what kind of threw me off was, was, was that aspect of it, was like, You know, do you? Like again, I, I I could explain. I think my main reason why it is that like I I it, but again, it's it's fucking spoilers, so I, I can't. Okay, uh, try and explain without spoilers briefly it, what you're trying to talk about. Wind Waker. Ah yes. Like, In fact, God. I, I can't. But dude, you're you're a fan of linear Zelda stories. That's fine. And it's not They're even really the... fucking good. No one's it attacking wasn't... you, Ted. We're just trying but, to clarify. Well, I, I, I know, I know. Like I, I'm, I, I'm well aware nobody's trying to attack me. I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm now frustrated at myself with my inability to explain my reasonings, and I'm like, God, I thought this would be easier. Um, that kind of Ganondorf character is just not viable in the kind of game that. Breath of the Wild is, I feel like, is part of the point as yeah. well. And and like and I don't I don't hold that against Breath of the Wild, but it does it is one reason why I don't like it as much. And I and I think ultimately well, it doesn't like, like you as much. Aha, uh -huh, take that. I mean nope. as a side note, as a side note, can we appreciate that the door of this temple has the great Deku Tree logo on it? Uh. Yes we can. <laughs> Here, I thought no one was really paying attention to me playing Twilight Princess in the background. Uh, I've been watching this entire time. Oh, good for Dave. Um, but yeah, like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but but like, ultimately, I think like, I I I appreciate that Breath of the Wild has, in, has in a lot of ways really made Zelda fans out of people who normally wouldn't be Zelda fans. And for that, I appreciate it. If, for, for the fact that people 
are taking a look at a franchise that they normally wouldn't. And, you know, they're saying, like, hey, this is something that interests me now is great. Even if it's not the type of gameplay or story that I personally enjoy, I am happy that Breath of the Wild is such a beloved game. Yeah. And my only hope is that with Breath of the Wild 2, it is... It, 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 more accessible, that's all I ask. Just be more accessible, that's all I want. Just give me an easy mode, please. And, and I'm never going to make it harder. And, and I also hope that it just has more of what I personally like from the Zelda games, because Breath of the Wild really didn't have much of what I liked. And, and, and that's ultimately one reason why I just don't like it as much. It, it is definitely a game that I think can be enjoyed very easily, but it's not one that I can enjoy very easily. And that's fine. Like, I, I've got my own issues with Breath of the Wild in terms of just general stuff, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. But, you know what? I just realized we missed a very important piece of Zelda media that we have to discuss. Sure! Um, I'm actually really annoyed that I forgot about this one. What is it? It wasn't on this list either. We need to talk about the Zelda cartoon. Before we do that, let's, let's end it with games, because there is another, another Hyrule Warriors game. I was, I was just fucking around anyway. I was just kidding. Yeah. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Ganon. This is going to be an issue for... This is this is an issue for me because I actually haven't played much of this game. I like it gameplay wise. <laughs> it's it's a good game, but I am very like okay. If you want evidence for why I do not like pure hack and slash, uh, Dynasty Warriors is the perfect example for that. I get so burnt out with Dynasty Warriors combat really, really quickly. It's... It, it really is a frustrating thing for me. Uh, the other thing as well is... I, I, I know that I kind of went in with a different mindset. Um, what the fuck was that story? See, I don't know necessarily what you're talking about because I haven't played too much of it. Let me put it this way. We were promised a canon story, a canon of, like, a canon set of events by the directors. This is not, like, fan theory. We were promised a canon story to what happened a hundred years ago before, before the events of Breath of the Wild. That's what we were promised. And what did we get, Kane? Have you ever wondered what it would be like if Doctor Who crossed over with Zelda? No! That. Why? Because let's do time travel in Legend of Zelda. I mean... I mean, the first Hyrule Warriors kinda did that. Yes, but it wasn't canon. And it's Fair! Uh, I mean, if you also want to get technical about time travel... Ocarina, Ocarina of Time! Ocarina of Time, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Um, They they didn't do it to this degree. Um, Okay, okay. Remember how I said originally 
how if they had any more characters than the main five or six, I would be really angry. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of fucking characters <laughs> not fucking be there. Like, like, technically this is spoilers, but it's so tiny it doesn't matter. So, you, you, you know, you, you got, you know, Mifa, Mifa, and, uh, you know, Mifa, Urbosa, and Rivali, and all them guys. The original champions, you know? The original champions. You play as the new champions, too, because they go back in time to help you. That sounds like it would cause a time paradox! I know. I... So, like, I don't know if they ended up deciding halfway through developing Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity that they were like, this is no longer canon. Um, because I think that they just decided, fuck it, let's just go crazy with it and make a good game. Because they definitely did that, but oh my god, did they not do anything that could be considered canon. Issue with the, that I immediately had, and this is why I couldn't really even play much of Age of Calamity, is that, um, is that, uh, I, I don't know if this was just an issue for me, but that fucking frame rate made me want to vomit. What? I would believe it, but I haven't seen it in a little. I haven't seen it in a hot minute. I cannot comment. Um, when I played Age of Calamity. Oh my god, the lag and the frame rate legitimately gave me motion sickness. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Uh, the frame rate for both of the Hyrule Warriors games is always pretty bad. But, like, it wasn't nearly as bad in the original. Like, I, mean, I agree with you, because it was a Wii U game that they brought Switch. But yeah, like, 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 it still had some frame rate issues on the Switch version, but, like, but for some reason, Age of Calamity was just way, way worse. It was like... Well, yeah, Breath of the Wild had pretty bad favorite issues, too. Well, yeah, but, like, it wasn't even, like, as bad as that, I feel. Like, it just, it dropped to single digits at times, and I'm like, why? Because it's the Switch. And, uh, and, and, and I'm like, why? And I just, ugh. Like, I, I, I tried playing it. I tried. And I'm just like... Out of my own sheer curiosity, um... Did you play in handheld mode, or did you play in docked mode? I think I tried both, but I tried handheld first. He played in bad at video games mode. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't because know Because handheld mode uh, is probably going to have nerf... Is, is definitely going to have a worse nerf frame rate than, than docked mode. I, 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 I get that, but my issue is that there have been other games on the Switch that run perfectly fine in handheld mode, like Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, for example, oh, runs yeah, perfectly yeah, in handheld mode. Back with the Xenoblade Chronicles game. Yeah, the thing about Xenoblade, I don't know if you know this, it runs at a really low resolution to get to that point. Fair enough, and I will fully admit that, like, in terms of graphics, it is very stylistically different from Hyrule Warriors. Definitely. Um... I'm not at all, like, I'm not at all, like, dismissing that. I'm just saying that, like, when I played Age of Calamity, it, it really gave me motion sickness. And I don't get that too often with games. I mean, I believe me, I know the feel. Like, like, I don't, like, I don't mind playing games, like, at a, at a, at a less than, at a less than solid frame rate. Like, I've been playing games on, on console pretty much my entire life, so, like, 
I'm used to playing games that are like, you know, on PC that run at like really good frame rates at really bad frame rates on console. But there's a limit to what I will handle, and that crossed the line. And that's fine. Like, I get you on that. I've dealt with that, too. Like, 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 do not ever play Hyrule Warriors Legends on an original 3DS. Because oh that my is God. under, like, 20 FPS. Yeah, that is it's legitimately, yeah, that is legitimately the kind of thing that would probably make me sick. Yeah, it's, and, it's it's not great. It's not and, great. And I and I don't necessarily even blame the game for that because you know they were trying to replicate Breath of the Wild's graphics for one and for two, it's on the fucking Switch. So why is that always well, an excuse? Well, I, let me let me rephrase. I, I I think like trying to make a game that looks as good as as Age of Calamity does at the same time as having that much shit going on on the screen, kind of would result in something like that, especially in handheld mode, which is where I played it more. So, yeah. I don't think it's an excuse. It's just, that's why. Like, like yeah, the Switch can do some incredible things, but, like, stuff like Breath of the Wild and Age of Calamity are pushing the Switch to its limits. Like, both consoles have frame rate issues, even on games like Breath... Or, or both... Like, like both games, Breath... Breath of the Wild and Age of Calamity have frame rate dips, like, pretty severely, especially when heavy stuff happens because those games look so good for that kind of low-end hardware. Like, it's, 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 not, it's not necessarily like, oh, it's the Switch, it can get away with it. It's like, it's the Switch, it's doing what it can. <laughs> I, I get that. I just, maybe I'm just of the opinion that I think the Switch is more capable than people give it credit for, and I don't like... Like, I... I, I okay, okay, follow, follow me. I understand your logic, and I get that you're probably right. My issue is that, you know, people like to rag on the Switch for this kind of thing, and... Yo, I love the Switch. <laughs> I will I will not rag on the Switch for its power. Like, it's oh, yeah, no, like, good I, I'm, Look, I'm not trying to rag it on either. Like, I even, I even used it to say that I thought a remake of an old Wii game looked beautiful on it. And it ran supremely well on it too. So, you know, like I, I, I love the Switch for what all it is. I'm saying, all I'm saying is that there have there has to be like concessions made for that to happen. Fair. Like like that there have to be sacrifices made due to that. Like you can't run Xenoblade at 720p on, on on the on the Switch. Sure that's, gonna over, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be way too much. Been way too demanding for that. So they ran it at like 600p to get it at a stable 30 FPS. Sure you can! And don't even get me started on the fucking impossible Doom and Warframe ports. Like, holy shit. What kind of... I'm sorry, what kind of black sorcery are you fuckers doing to get that thing working that was amazing <laughs> like, like i remember everyone was shocked when they managed to get the witcher 3 to work on it and i'm like yeah, yeah. i'm confused too uh yeah and, and then and, there was and then and then of course there was wolfenstein yeah wolfenstein was on there um like uh, like, like like when people yet another reason why by the way the um why the uh 
the 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 Kingdom Hearts ports kind of bug me that, that were just announced where they're they're using the the uh, the cloud when it's like like we we we've, we've got freaking Doom twenty sixteen Wolfenstein uh, Witcher three we got so many of those maybe like, maybe uh, the only thing I can guess is maybe I'm sure I I promise you on some level they downscaled those versions of the games. And maybe Square really doesn't want to do that. I think what... So, I, I actually posted a video from a YouTuber that I watch in the server for that. And basically what he ended up saying was, like, it's it's just cost-effective and actually porting these games to the hardware from the source code that they have right now uh, is would, would be a really long port time of, like, two to three years and like so like while i get it as a cost saving measure i would i would drop the two years and the money to properly do it you would but would square exactly so it's it's their own personal decision i don't agree with it and either does and either does he but it's just something where it's like okay well at least i don't like it, it but i still. get it yeah yeah, exactly. Anyway, back to back to Zelda. Yep. Um, were you guys done with the frame rate issues? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, I myself, uh, have I. It's weird. I have it here because I got it for Jack because he really likes Hyrule Warriors and he wanted the new one. Yeah. Um, but I haven't played it myself, so I really can't say. Um, but if it plays well, I'll, I'll probably like it just fine. I guess where I'm at with it. it. It's a very, very good game in no, terms no, play, of, like, gameplay. It plays well. Like, it plays fine. It's just I personally couldn't play it because it made me sick. Fair. Yeah. Uh, did, did you guys want to talk about the Zelda cartoon? I, mean, I love the Zelda cartoon. We can, I mean, I, mean, I, th I, th I think we can, we can end, end with a little discussion about it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. We spent, like, 45 butt-fucking minutes talking about Breath of the Wild, so... Well, whose fault was that, Teddy? I, I I I love I love the Zelda cartoon. Hear me out on this one. Um, I I adore I adore it. It's not good. It's it's really bad. But like, it's such a fun, cheesy watch. You know, like it's something that you throw on when you want to laugh at really really bad early cartoons. Well, excuse me, princess. Exactly. And the other thing, honestly, is I felt like I like one of the things I, I really see potential in is a lot of the episodes actually do have like adventuring in them. If if, if Oh the, yeah, it was actually the, pretty good at that if I remember correctly. Yeah, definitely. Like I I did like the idea of Zelda and Link interacting regularly. Yeah, it was awesome. Like like I love it like Zelda Zelda actually felt like a pretty strong character in the show. She was very, very, she was very involved with all of the adventures, and like when when Link was in trouble, she would help. I do think I do think like Zelda was a highlight. I think I think the problem with the show was a Ganon's design was just wrong. Like he was a pig. He's accurate to the NES part. Yes, but not the actual sprite. It was it was still wait, accurate. Though. Shut wait, up! Wait, wait, hold, hold on. What about Sprite? The, not the. <laughs> I get it. 
I'm I ignoring it. you. I think, uh, but other than that, other than that, I think the other issue was just the portrayal of Link. I agree. Like, 100%. I think that was a major problem. Yeah, yeah he's just kind of a kind of an, an a-hole yeah. like, in a lot of ways. He's an a, he's, he's, he's a jerk, he's kind of a perv. Like, I, I would argue CDI Link, who's dumb as a brick, was at least, you know, more likable, because he Gee, just... it sure is boring around uh, here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I never said it was good, but yeah, I just don't think Link was like, like, you couldn't latch on to him because you just wanted him to shut up half the time. Yeah, that is kind of the issue. Like, Whereas Zelda was, was 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 especially for her era an incredibly strong female character. I really liked her. Yeah, and yeah. And, and like and I just I don't normally like associate Link with being a snarky smartass. I to be fair, you know. to be fair, we are dealing with a mute here. True. Uh, <laughs> I, that that you know what one hundred percent true and fair, but at the same time. Like even in that instance, I just don't know. Like, like, what was the soonest Zelda or the, the the latest Zelda game at the time the cartoon was released? Uh, two, I want to say. Kane, do you know? So, uh, yeah, Zelda two would have to be. All right, so fair enough. So, th so there wasn't really like a template for Link as a character yet. He was there, still. I, I would argue there's still really not much of a template. He still doesn't talk to this day outside of the CDI games, which no. Um... I do. I do think that that at the very least people have a picture of Link. Like, but my issue like, is that Link, by by default, in terms of the way he is, everyone's gonna have a slightly different picture of him. I agree. Because that's the whole point. So when you adapt a character like that, you have to give them a personality, and you're not going to fit everyone's version of the character. Now, yeah. also, also, and this is a step against the cartoon, I don't think anyone had that version of Link in mind. I agree. <laughs> not, a, not a soul thought of Link that way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I totally think of my, you know, uh, elf boy hero as being basically... <laughs> He's Brock from Pokemon. Right? Yes, thank you. Uh, I was trying to find a correct comparison, and you found it. Thank you, Kane. Um, but yeah, like, at the end of the day, like, I honestly feel like the Zelda cartoon is, like, one of those things where, I, like, it's a definite relic of the past, and in some... And in some way, I... It's definitely a relic of its time. And, and oh, good lord, way, like, yeah. I, but, like, in some way, like, I actually kind of... a water park episode. And, like, in some way, I honestly really appreciate it for that, because it's just, like, it is just so unabashedly of its time that, like, I'd almost say it's worth checking out for that reason alone. It's almost, it, it, it's, it's, I mean, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show is very similar, where, God, it's so terrible, but, man. It's so entertaining. Yeah, like, you know... Do the Mario! Swing your arms! No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not talking about Mario today. <laughs> no, Alright, any closing thoughts? Overall, the Zelda series, while it's had its ups and downs with me, is still, by and large, my favorite game series. And it's a series that I am probably going to forever hold in high regards for the rest of my life for giving me my favorite game of all time. I never talked about any of this because I wanted to put it in my conclusion. Um, I didn't talk about any of the music personally, I don't think, because Zelda doesn't really have bad music. Like, it just, it just doesn't. It just, even, 
he, God, even the CDI games had great music. That yeah. map, that map theme from what was it, One of Gamelon, where it was like, where it was like, do 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 do. Yeah, all like like all the like it it was the weird when I played them, like it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, these songs are actually really good. <laughs> it was the it was the strangest freaking thing, but like even even at the series low point, it still does that. Yeah. Do 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 extremely near and dear to my heart just because it really has created so many fond memories for me a lot of the people that i've been around my whole life and just and all the friends that i meet that are familiar with at least one or two of the games it's always a great conversation starter it's a great thing that I really hope will continue for years to come because it is a wonderful series that deserves so much praise. It deserves so much. It, it just deserves everything it gets that's, you know, fair and not over the top. It's, it's, it's a great series. I love it a lot. I appreciate it for introducing me to all of my favorite kind of genres, everything that I've loved in gaming from this day or t to this day. God, I love this series. It's so good. <laughs> and as for me, I remember a time, and this is not great at time's fault, but, uh, <laughs> where not only did I just, did I, you know, not really think of the series as anything to write home about, but I also, I was pretty toxic about it. Like, I was a jerk. Still a jerk. But, I mean, I was way worse. Um, and, but, like, it's one of those things, as we said earlier, where, like, oh, like there's there's something for everybody, and that's something I realized about it. And even though, even though I love Twilight Princess, and I do, you know, and I like Wind Waker, and I like Majora's Mask, you know, there are games that I enjoy. I'm still not going to be, I'm still not as gung-ho about the series as many people are. But at the same time, I've kind of learned to appreciate not only... Not only what the series has done for gaming as a whole, because, let's be real, it's done a lot for gaming as a whole. Yes. But also, I can respect that it, like, it, 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 it makes people happy. Like, there are yeah. people that love this series to death. And, like, every new announcement, every new release, like, they're watching what Nintendo's going to do next. They want to know. And that's a, it's, it's, it's a cool thing to see when people get excited about something. You know, especially something that is, you know, there are toxic fans, but as innocent as Zelda tends to be. Where, you know, you just, I like the games. I want to see what Nintendo does. And then they do it. And then, it, then they're happy. And I'm like, I, I, I'm down with you people being happy. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. So this was a fun, fun conversation. I, I kind of want to keep doing this with other topics. If, yeah, that'd be if awesome. you guys will be down, uh, depending on who we can get, I'm sure someone will be like, what about Sonic? Which, I don't know who I could bring, because none of y'all are biggest... Well, I can bring Zack. Uh, yep. I would need Zack around for that one. But, in any event, unless you guys have anything else to say, I think that's about it. It's about... 
Okay. I can't. I, I wanted to make. I wanted to. I wanted to say the magic tingle words, but I can't remember the tingle words. Well, this has been the, the first ever DTC podcast. Whoop, 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 whoop. Welcome to the edgy side, or something. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't do. I'm not. I don't have a radio voice. I don't have. I, I can't. Tingle, tingle, There we go. Till next Thank time. You. This is Darkness, and I bid you all a fond farewell.